0: Kia ora, good evening. Welcome to Off the Record uh, 7 uh, saddle chair off off, off season. Uh, brought to you by Tony Rugby. Yeah, <clears throat> no sponsor during off season, but shout out to House Pizza for in season. Uh, welcome, come in, grab a seat, grab a cuppa, pack a lot, pack a biggies, get that blanket out, still a bit cold. Get those headphones on. Episode 7. Got a good one for you today. Uh, got the usual crew here. Go around the table, do some uh, quick intros. How's it? Huge uh, to my left. <clears throat> how's it been? How's your uh, last week been since we've uh, convened here, last time?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, actually. Uh, just obviously back in mahi. Um, back with family. Um, now the rugby season's over, you get a bit more time with family, so... It's been good. Uh, fairly uneventful, to be fair, but it's, it sort is of quite, a... it's quite nice to actually have that, to have a bit of a break and not have things on every sort of day and weekend and mm. be able to just go home and chill out a, a bit. So, enjoying it. Enjoying it while it lasts, but I'm sure the um, sort of cravings for a bit of footy will start kicking in soon and we'll be uh, back into it. So. But enjoying it while it lasts.
0: Yeah, it's a bit like that at the moment. Eh? Um, look, it's kind of bittersweet. <laughs> like You've you finally got your down time and then it's like, Man, miss the crew. Pop down here on Thursday. Uh, check out the King Gray uh, people. And then went home and then it's me Netflix at the moment, watching a few movies here and there. Uh, yeah.
2: Yep. yep.
1: Um, on that, watched the new Kevin Hart. Yeah. Um, no Fs given. Pretty good um, special. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Enjoyed it. It was. Uh, it was good. The the last story. I won't. I won't spoil it for you. But the the last sort of story that closes out. Um, I found that quite hilarious because I've got a very similar story to it. So <laughs> but listen to it. Um and then you'll start wondering what I've been doing in my life, but I'll uh might for you on next week.
0: Yeah, it's a bit different to his other specials, eh? Like um I, I feel like it's it's not as kind of cheesy the material's not as cheesy and it's kind of thoughtful material, mm. which is good for him. Uh Ez, what have you been up to in the last week, bro? I know you're uh, real busy with uh, work at the moment. Um, Mahi's kind of crazy and stuff, but uh been well
2: <clears throat> yeah' good to you brother yep yep, um yeah yeah Mahi's just um a wee bit wee bit crazy at the moment, wee bit hectic um you know, used to things obviously sort of um winding down i guess somewhat uh, towards Christmas, but I guess that's that's really sort of summed up the year, hasn't it? it's just uh Crazy old year, mm-hmm. really different, um, but yeah, just 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 with um, with rugby, obviously, um, things, programs done to stand up uh, this year, it's just sort of happened that a few things are uh, on the go at the same time, but that's right, no, exciting couple of weeks ahead, so looking forward to that, but um, in saying that, uh, I was down at the club as well during the week, I came down on Saturday, called in to help on the bar. Mm-hmm.
0: Quite, Absolute quite shift been, uh, on the bar?
2: Quite privileged, actually, because, um, you know, I'm... I'm I'm down the pecking order, you know, when it comes to, you know, some assistance behind the bar. So I know that um, I got a problem message um, on the Friday. And um, I just assumed that, um, you know, the go-to peeps were, were, were tied up on Saturday. So uh, I thought, well, I'll, you know, um, yeah, you know, as you do, you do what you do for your club. And um, it was actually good to actually uh, come down, because obviously, like you're saying, you know, we, you know, when, when the season finishes, you, you just sort of find any excuse to come down outside of the pod. Um, so I came down on saturday and, and worked with froze on the, on the bar for um uh, the hub uh, hub crew uh, that uh, boot camp that is that um they had a, a shindig on Saturday to see out their year and um yeah it was it was all going was all going froze and i were were really run off our feet and um but all in all, I mean yeah it was it was great shout out to a couple of guys from Hub who obviously noticed that we were uh, a wee bit under man. so mm. they uh, they helped with um yeah some cleaning and some collecting of, uh, um, you know, empties and stuff and, and obviously, um, you know, swapping the bins and stuff around. So that was good. So, yeah, no, enjoyable. So, yeah, I mean, the feedback was great. At the end of the night, they, they really enjoyed our facility and um, and obviously being able to have their, um, their end of the year. Because they actually, they were actually during the day, they actually came down and did a bit of work out on mm. the field and mm. they were here for something earlier on, I think more of a family do. And then obviously the, the grown-ups um, stuck around to, um, obviously um, party into the wee hours of the night and Fraser and I um struggled to get them out of the out of the facility. Classic. What happened we didn't leave till about quarter to two. <laughs> so late. Like... But you know I mean and, and look, we understand that the license is only up until midnight. So we, we um we definitely um obviously uh closed things at midnight. But it was just obviously trying to get people to, to actually um us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it took a wee bit longer than the normal. We didn't have the the likes of yourself and you that, that you know can can raise the voice if they need to, Fraser and I. Were, yeah, I'm quite strong in this. Yeah, sense. I, I've seen, I've seen. I mean, as much as you love the party, when it's time to pack up, it's time yeah. to go. Um, time to, whereas yeah, Fraser yeah, and myself yeah, were sort of looking at each other, thinking, "Who's gonna be, Who's gonna play bad cop here?" Yeah. Because we, we we both play good cop. Yeah. So yeah, so we we obviously just um kind of yeah, just sort of you know actually a few a few of their crew actually noticed that we were um you can only wipe down the bar how I know, mean, you know <laughs> times before they start to the think. You know, and you you switch the music off and you sort of well, not really dim the lights, but you start switching random lights off and then they kinda of get the clue and we uh, we locked up the obviously the barbecue area where the guys go out to have yep. a smoke and little things like that. They took the hint and then yeah. they realised we better make a move and they did.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a clear um kind of progression of things you do to <clears throat> to drop hints. Mm. And the first one is just all the bar lights come off. Mm. Um our, our good
1: friend of the club, Justin Barr, I seen he was there. In, in fine form. Um, yeah, JV, on, on situations yeah. like that, where um, you're trying to get everyone out, uh, I can imagine he might be one or the other. So he might be someone that could help you out and sort of usher people out, or he could also be the guy that didn't help the course. He didn't help at all. I didn't think so. I was, I was leaning towards JV, that. JV
2: was on uh, was on fire throughout the night, and um, and then when I obviously um, gave him the, the the hint that we were serving last drinks at quarter past 11. <laughs> um, but they talked us into um, the band. We're going to play it all midnight. Mm. And then uh, Kelly and that talked us into pushing that last drinks out closer to the end of the set. Um, and then once JV noticed that, then he uh, he, he gave me an order that I, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it took me probably a good 20 minutes to um, to make up the concoction that he was, concoctions that he was after. Um, yeah, and then and then obviously, you know, with with obviously taking a lot of time to make those up for him, it was gonna take him quite a bit of time to get through them as well. So yeah, like I was saying, he didn't really um he didn't really help us no, out. But no. that's okay. It's you know, it's obviously the final sort of, you know, session for the crew and they um they lapped it up.
0: Nice. Yeah, well, on to you and Frays, mm. putting in an absolute shift. Mm. Um I was a bit wistful we're at home, so I don't realise it was just used otherwise, to otherwise I would have popped down. I didn't get the call,
2: so just clearly off the yeah. list. I Actually, must be below you on the picking order. Yes. Yeah, it looks like I've obviously um, jumped up. Yeah, I've been promoted up the list, so yeah.
0: Haven't seen you on the bar once this year.
2: Oh, come on.
0: Unbelievable.
2: Come on.
1: Oh, I admit it, it's not often. Mm. Got kids, man.
0: Yeah, good point, good point. Um, I guess that was the weekend and what we kind of been up to. Um. Much like yourself. Well, how about you? Uh, yeah, I was just, yeah, uh, yeah. getting into that. I guess I've been busy with work as well and uh, got a lot more downtime at the moment, which is uh, both cool and and stink. Um, yeah, just same old at the moment. Actually uh, went out to town on, on Friday, uh, Wow, which is unlike me. Um, just a, it was a little bit of a work farewell and it was a great night. I uh, went to Redmount, mm. saw James Windsor in there. Mm. Uh, him and his crew got into a bit of trouble in there. <laughs> won't get into that further, but um, nah, it was good to get out to town and put him to JK as well. I uh, almost almost fainted when I saw him at the bar buying buying around. Mm, yeah, um, so agree. he was yeah, he was good for that. Sure it wasn't just waters. Nah, uh, I think there might have been uh, gin mm. and tequila shots. Mm. Did he so, offer you any? Yeah, He no. got got our whole corner um yeah. around uh-huh. which is. Fire service must be yeah, paying well. <laughs> <pays> well. <laughs> uh, other than that, nothing, nothing too much. Meeting up with Pipes tomorrow to discuss pre-season and all, all those kind of plans. Um, we have a start date for, for everyone soon, so keep an eye on <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, otherwise, just looking forward to the, the weekly gathering of the breeders uh, to do the pod. Um, we'll probably go what right up till the week before Christmas you reckon or no? Nah?
1: Oh probably I reckon.
0: Yeah. See so, how we go. Have a few weeks off then Maybe we hired us tomorrow. Uh, next week. Yeah. And spang pre season when we get there. We are mm-hmm. uh weekend results. Uh out of MITN uh cup. Some great results here. Uh the first one I'm looking at and it's probably the the only game that I really got, got to see a little bit of. Uh, <clears throat> Otago 19 and the mighty Tanifa coming in uh, 32, big one for them
1: Yeah, awesome one for them, I think Northland only won two games all year last year So for them to come through and uh, make, make the finals uh, be a pretty successful year for them um, Previously I think they've made a few semi-finals But they've been knocked out and haven't been able to step into that final So great for them to get them to that final, bit of an upset And um, yeah, I'm back into Taniwha. I'll, I hope they go all the way
2: I hope so too. Yeah, I mean, like I spoke last week, I'm, I'm, I'm not a not a, not a big fan. Well, not the biggest fan of Hawks Bay. Um, as, as strong as they are, and as um, we'll, we'll go into their results shortly. But um, man, they're they're, they're killing it, in that the championship they were yeah, awesome on the weekend again. They'll be hard to stop, especially at home. But yeah, twenty five surely um people's favourite really. Yeah, great to see them get up and down at Forsyth Bar and hopefully they can um go one better.
0: Mm. this weekend. Yeah, I'd love to see them get promotion here uh, into next year. Two things here. I'd love to see them get promoted but B, do we need this, <laughs> do we need two kind of grades here in the minor 10 Cup? Or should we just bring it back to all one? Well,
2: it's interesting you mentioned that because next year it sounds like they're going to go to a, a north and south type huh. scenario. Um, so the north will be basically Taranaki upwards, so Taranaki Bay Counties, Manukau, Auckland, Waikato, North Harbour. Northland. Northland. And then um, you'll have Hawke's Bay, Manukau and Wellington join the South Island team, so Tasman, Otago, Canterbury and Southland. That's potentially what it's going to look like next year. It's tough, yeah. eh?
0: It's it's tough on the South. It's a tough South um, division. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is there any reason behind it? Just a change up? Cost, uh, that up?
2: cost as well, yeah. Less travel. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Money, yeah. Money. Mm-hmm. All will be revealed, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Shout out to my boy uh Leah Missum out there. Or Miss. Or Lee Miss. Um Hey, hunger, <clears throat> eh? hunger? yeah, hunger, that's right. <clears throat> uh, going down uh, to Auckland twenty three eighteen. Did you guys catch that one?
2: I saw I saw the end of that. And um it's interesting you bring up your boy because with a couple of minutes out, he dropped the ball run right under their sticks and they were building quite nicely, yeah. And I mean, I mean, you know, Auckland obviously counted and went close as well. Then Waikato went close to scoring again than the other end. But, yeah, no, um, I saw some highlights. But, um, yeah, at the end there, Waikato could easier to stall on that from Auckland.
0: Mm. Yeah, look, Miss, oh, Liam Messon will learn from that. He's a good young player. He's <laughs> good up-and-coming. Yeah, he's a good up-and-coming. You know, he'll learn and, and grow. Mm. Um Auckland looking looking pretty good. Uh they're huge. Is this the that's second tier or top tier? That's top tier. Premiership.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I really hope they won that so. What do you Auckland yeah. over
1: Tasman. Uh yeah, I'm sorta of impartial to whoever wins that final. Well, I don't mind Tasman and the and the way they go and I like it being shared around, but I guess Auckland only won a couple of years ago as well.
2: Yeah, both are uh, recent champions, Auckland and eighteen and Tasman and nineteen. Yeah, so I,
1: oh. I I'm not to be fair, I'm not really bothered who wins it. In the end of the day, but...
2: Who gets the home game?
1: Auckland. Oh, sweet. Uh, free, free crowded, mm. free crowded, entry, to, uh, free Eden entry to Eden Park, so pretty good
2: initiative from the Auckland Really team well done. Do yeah, they did the same thing two years ago, yeah. 2018, when they hosted Canterbury and I think they got 30-odd thousand yeah. there, eh? and they, they won in extra time. That was an amazing final as well. One a, of the best finals I've seen. Canterbury mm. went up 17-0 early yeah. and looked ominous, and Auckland just stay in it.
0: Yep. Aucklanders be aware of that uh, COVID spread uh, Be safe out there mm. um, Hawks Bay 59, you don't want to see that in the CBA. Fifty nine twenty three. 23 uh, I don't watch this game
1: i seen highlights and yeah it was just a bit of a cakewalk to be fair yeah. Ash Dixon scored a hat-trick mm. um, He's had a pretty good year to be fair really Ash Dixon <laughs> scored play. a hat-trick Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, no, they're, they're looking sharp Hawks Bay, they're going to be tough um, for Northland to beat but
0: you know, final rugby. Mm. Yeah, Is uh I know the Molt team hasn't been named yet, but surely Ash Dixon back on the back of that form to to maybe even captain the side.
2: Yeah, he captained last year. Um I'm just trying to remember if he kept in the year before a couple of years now, I think. And I'm just trying to remember who have actually took the captaincy off. Yeah.
0: Might have been, no, I don't think Bateman captained
2: before that. It, it might have, um in seventeen it might have been Liam actually. Mm when they play the Lions and then Liam obviously headed overseas and I think Ash has had the the rains the last couple of years. He's yeah, he's man, he's massive for well, for any team. Huge, best line up throw in the country.
1: Yeah, no, he's pretty sharp. He's yeah, he, yep. yeah.
2: Yeah. So last year we had Ash and Nathan Harris in the Maldives, and um and, and apparently they were the two best line up throwers in the country. So um yeah that yeah that's saying something and, mm-hmm. and it's interesting I heard that last year and then watched Ash during the Hawke's Bay games this year and, yeah, couldn't couldn't really disagree. He's he's on the money. Yeah. Is he, has
0: he played for the All Blacks yet?
2: No, he got called into a
1: like wider training. He was actually... Mm. Um, thought that he might be called up this year um, when there was Coles. He might have gone down injured. He might have got nothing about calling him in, but they ended up going with Liam Coltman, who's obviously Highlanders' teammate. Um, but Ash, yeah, Ash has been like nine for his line-out throw ever since he came come onto the scene. Mm. So I remember when he was in the Hurricanes and people going on about his line-out throw and how sharp it is and just the coaches just love love his line-out throw mm. around. Um, a good guy as well off oh. the field. Mm. Amazing guy off the field. Yeah. Um, just real easygoing, uh, not up himself at all. He's just, yeah, it, it, anyone he meets is a friend sort of thing. Yeah. So, no, good guy. Absolutely.
0: Never say never. It'd be good to see him pick up a cap. If that's what he wants,
2: yeah. I mean, oh, he won't. So, so. He won't. Yeah, he he won't look out of place in the All-Back jersey. Um, but yeah, one of those. One of those things, eh? You know, you get these players that, you know, that that sort of can, you know, basically rack up a, you know, a good ten, twelve sort of year career and and never play for the All Blacks. And mm-hmm. you you think, you know, if they if they ever did get that cap yeah. they would never, you know, um, look out of place. And yeah. you know. It's just sometimes it's yeah I guess it's um it's it's who's in that position as well isn't it so if you you know if you sort of if, if you sort of rankings down in that particular position for a, a number of you know for a, a you know we talk about likes of Monkley and mm. others that have been sort of you know um, kept up because of some pretty impressive players it's um yeah sometimes it's just one of those things just timing eh? mm.
0: Yeah. Mm. and uh, the last game there, <clears throat> Bad Plenty pushed them pretty close. Uh, Tasman nineteen, Bad Plenty ten. Tasman uh, to like, take their last spot. They're pretty consistent lately, like over the over the years. Like, old Old Tasman yeah. getting good.
2: Yeah. They had a rough patch eh? midway through the mm. through the um, Premiership, um, and then they got you know they got trounced by Canterbury a couple of weeks back, and you know they might have been thinking the wheels might have you know been starting to fall off, and you know we talk about plenty. They were pretty they've been pretty impressive the last few weeks. And <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Tasman at, at home always always a tough nut to crack And yeah, I reckon they'll back themselves this week and up in Auckland
0: Nice We'll get into those semi-final uh, fixtures before we end here tonight But on to the Tri-Nations <clears throat> um, oh, I don't miss South Africa, right? I don't miss them at all um, Shame on them Shame on you, South Africa, for leaving um, have they even started playing internationals wherever they're playing? No. Oh, that, they play a different window, eh?
1: Nah, they, I think they just pulled out the rugby championship altogether because they didn't have enough prep time. Hey! Mm. Weird. So they're not playing at all. Um, I don't know. I, I, I quite like seeing the Safas and South Africans just better run up and things like that. Um. I just imagine now with how feisty Argentina's been lately, um up against the African team who is also equally feisty, that yeah, could have been quite interesting to see. Um and also see how they sort of backed up post World Cup mm. victory, but um yeah, but it's still been a pretty good rugby championship with the way Argentina's playing and Aussie's are a lot better now.
0: Yeah, I I like both teams playing real positive. Argentina's always played real positive, um, in the way that they chance their arm, throw the ball around feel like they're getting smarter and their kicking game. Um their forwards are just beasts, man. Like so strong in contact though. Um
1: Yeah, Sanchez They have first yeah they probably need to learn how to score a try though. Yeah. I think Sanchez their first try scored every single point so far. Yeah. I think he scored forty points um between the two tests and no one else has scored any. So <laughs> um pretty good stat for him but yeah um, I'm sure that they'd like to get across the line a few more times. Yeah
0: um, than that. I feel like their line speed it wasn't as great as it was against the All Blacks uh, the week before. I felt like they were wading back uh, a little bit more, uh, especially in the dying ends of, of both halves. Um, but yeah, kind of 15-0 f- I- I- ideal for us. Um, did you catch that game, Is, and what were your thoughts around it? I missed <laughs> that game, sorry. I was, um, I was, I was oh, under the yeah. pump
2: on the bat. And it's funny, I, well, I probably should have um, talk about the bar again but it's interesting when you're in behind the bar how you you kind of you just that's that's really your focus it's like, you're, just, you're keeping an eye out for someone else who might pop up at the far end of the bar um and then you're kind of moving you know you, there's so many little things you're doing like the band that rocked up I, I i know most of the guys in the band i don't even get a chance to to see them to say hi there were a few people that i knew that were at the function who i caught up with before the function started but really throughout the night you can't really you can't really stop to have a chat for a couple of minutes because before you know it, there's orders coming thick and fast. Yeah. So anyway, going back to the the aussie Argentina game, um, we didn't even have it on um, uh, that night and I didn't, didn't get a chance to catch um, any of that game, but I, I did read a little bit about it. But um, interesting result. But yeah, I guess that result is actually helpful. For yeah, us, it's isn't it really good. In. It's uh, wide open now,
1: Tri-Nations. I think everyone's on six points. Yeah. Mm. Um, AB's obviously got one more game, and same as Aussie, and then Argentina's still got two. So, yeah, I think if we win this week, because our points differentials a lot better than the other two, if we win this week with a bonus point, yeah, it's just up to really Argentina, really, that can potentially knock us off by winning. Or I mean, if we won this week, actually, so yeah, we'll probably go
2: a good way to winning it, because then I only have the one game left. I know it's still a few weeks away, but imagine if Argentina took this. Oh, especially out. what they've been going through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that will be that'll be cool for rugby to be honest. Yeah. But how worried would you you guys be from an all like standpoint? Um yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's um I don't know, everyone sort of posts the last game and everyone sort of saying that um, you know, get rid of the coaches, not the right coaches and things like that. I think it's just persevere with them a bit. Um, Give him a bit of a chance. They like even Grant and Henry had a bit of a shocker that year at the World Cup, and we persevered and sort of looked what happened there. Um, it was a bit, bit more of a change from just going from Henry to um, from Henry to Hanson, um, whereas this one's been pretty much a whole big clean out of all the coaches. Yeah. So there's no Micron anymore. Um, Broad and Plumtree, Greg Feek. Um, is it Brad Moore? Yep. Yeah, Brad Moore. <clears throat> So, it's a whole big change of coaches. So, it's going to take a while to sort of implement what they really want to do and get those in. It hasn't been, I know every other international team's done the same, but it hasn't been the sort of typical year um, to build up-wise. So, I don't know. I think Persevere. Um, They've taken a whole bunch of players over there that haven't experienced all-black rugby before. A lot of young guys. So, um, they'll have this toy. Even the guys that haven't got on the field, I think they'll be better for it. So, I'm quite looking forward to sort of heading into Super Rugby next year and then hopefully the international after there we can sort of see the full potential of uh, Ian Foster's team.
0: I'd, I'd love to know what the um, <clears throat> process is around transition. Like, How, how much does an incoming coach change? How much do they um, take from, from the last campaign and the last coach's systems and all that? Or do they just come in cha- and change everything? Do you, do you know anything around that is or is it just kind of a collective decision amongst that coaching group and fozzy and things like
2: that yeah I, I, I don't know too much about um that side of things i mean i mean obviously obviously you know any, any new coach is going to come in and obviously have um you know something that i want to implement and mm. add to the culture and the systems and principles and practices that are already there um and i wouldn't imagine that change it wouldn't obviously be an overhaul um but yeah, I guess at the moment we're, we're probably just there's a delicate balance here with obviously the the new guys that have come in, but also the new playing group as well. Um, you know, when you've had a, a Richie obviously a, that's been around for however long he was, um, and you lose a leader like that, you know, we've lost a Rito as well. There's actually a lot of there's a lot of intel, a lot of experience here that um, now falls on Sam Kane's shoulders. And you know, Sam's been in the system for a few years now, but hasn't always been you know um, on the on the field as as much as a a Rito, you know, Rito and, and Richie were, you know, when Rito came in, he he, he sort of um, Rodney was kind of that first choice eight, and then Rito had his opportunity, and Rito had a chance to work alongside Richie a on mm. the field and was <clears> off the field for a good four, five, six years, and then you lose Richie, and and, uh, and and Rito carries on, but you know, Kane's obviously a wee bit different because him and Richie are in that same position, so there's there's, there's some dynamics here as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's probably something that's taken a wee bit longer than the mm-hmm. public, you know, could probably um, we just yeah, have to be a more patient. Yeah, and um,
0: yeah. That's a real good point, though. Like, if you look at uh, the leadership group of say the previous four years, it's quite an experienced leadership group there. When you look at maybe this year's and who they got to pull on, like Ken's got maybe what Whitelock Is is Retallic still around? Not, Not at the moment, moment but, yeah. but maybe Colsey um, and even um, Ardy. Cody, Ardy. Mm. Like that's a diff- that's a younger crop of leaders coming yeah, through. Stuff. You know, yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah, Smitty, Smitty, Nug- Nuggy,
1: Bodie.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think going back to your question around like a new coach coming in, I think you know the whole probably the big selling point for In Foster coming in was the fact that it was that um, what's the word I'm looking for. Is your good with words. Um, the, um, so he, he inherited the, the team and he was part of the system. So I was just a bit of a handover. But even in saying that, if you're a coach, you don't really want to just come in and do exactly the same. You still want to have your own little footprint on the mm. team. So, yeah, I think think even though they probably wouldn't like to change too much, you still want to change it up enough to to keep doing Even someone like a Greg Feek, um, I know he'll be a student of Micron um, as he would, but he'll still want to do, his, do it his own way as well. But Crono is, Crono is a pretty uh, special character. Um, and so if you're trying to be like him, you're just probably going to fail anyway. So yeah. you just got to have your own way about doing it. Same <laughs> as Plums as well. Plums is probably wanting to want to have his own footprint on things like Linets and that. So there's always going to be a bit of change. Um, you don't just want to be like a carbon copy of the previous coach.
0: Yeah, and if there is change, it's got to be graduated. You're probably looking at year mm. two. Kind of into year three to implement kind of your style and any big changes um, awesome we'll go on to some uh, talking points
1: um, um, are we just going to gloss over one of the bigger <laughs> things that
0: happened last week um, Bro, I
1: forgot, honestly forgot about that uh, state of home mate Up the mighty
0: Maroons yeah, you talk You talk for a bit mate
1: oh, it's just glorious it's, just, it's, the, it's the true underdog story um, you know, everyone wrote them off. Fridgey was at, talking about three and zero at the start of the year. Um, then they dropped the first one. He was saying there was a bit of a glitch, and then they all got all cock a hoot um, come game two, and thinking it was just going to be another hiding. And the third one, we even talked about whether or not Suncorp would be a factor and the changes that they made with Harry Grant, and now sort of pushed aside. So, you know, as as us Queensland supporters do, just remain we remain humble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> See, I've just you, obviously you guys can't see it, but um both Fridgy and have just got a big mouthful of food, so I thought I'd just throw in a, a, a bit of stuff so they couldn't uh write a reply. Um but yeah, no, nah, <clears throat> great great result. Great result. Harry Grant, probably the best ever um debut in Origin.
0: Great debut. up there. Gotta give him that.
1: Um he changed it and yeah, I just thought quite a lot of the blues guys just didn't turn up on the day, to be fair. If I'm being honest, you guys gotta agree that, that some of those guys went missing in game three.
0: Look, I love my blues, always will. But I'm also disgusted in them, bro.
1: You weren't really, really quiet on Facebook, hey? Social media. Just
0: well, you nothing. have to yeah. Yeah. look. If you lose, <laughs> like if you lose a game and then lose a series, like it's it's your chance. It's it's your role just to shut up and and take it. That's just all I was doing, just taking it. If it was reversed, I'd be all over it. And that's why, like, when you like when you win. And the opposition puts up statuses No, it's, it's not your role bro. Your role is just to listen and cop it But um, Nah man, those, those maroons Awesome uh, The blues just I don't know But There'll be another, another Hall of uh, young blokes come through next year One of the most disappointing Origins um, In a while like, to
1: be fair, like, I like New South Wales, I, I thought as well that they would turn up and I would, which I guess New South Wales players probably thought as well. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I there was comments about the worst Queensland team in 40 years, which is probably a bit unfair, but... I, I hate that, Chad. <laughs> <yeah>. Absolutely <laughs> so hate it. If you need motivation, that's right yeah, there. That's like, all you know. Daily cherry, cherry even signing off on that, the mic drop.
0: Um, oh, just quickly on that. Well, I didn't like him before... <laughs> But after that moment, and even just through the game, I absolutely hate that guy (laughs) now. He's he's, he's, he's a close second behind uh, Hodges for me. And if someone goes out there and puts a shot on him in 2021, during the NRL season, I'd be happy.
1: Nothing too bad because we don't condone that.
0: No, no, just a (laughs) a good hit. Maybe a cheeky. Send him to HIA. (laughs) Yes, Help me.
2: Simmering away, there is. Yeah, look. Um, as hard as it is for me to say, Queensland definitely deserved that victory on the weekend uh, or last week. Sorry, last Wednesday. And um, and kudos to them. They, I mean, they man, they played out of their skins. Suncorp was, yeah, man, was um, something else. Man, it was awesome. Eh? It was awesome just the way the the Maroon fans got behind. It was good to see a, a spattering of blue sort of there more than I thought there would be. But um, man, the crowd is definitely your 18th player. Mm. And then Jared Sutton's the 19th player. <laughs> but no, I mean the kudos goes to Queensland. Disappointed in the Blues because obviously they they played two on the second second game. I thought, um, I thought I thought there's no way that they'd take that many steps back. But Jared Sutton, um, I hope he doesn't ref Origin again. Um, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy if I saw if I bumped into tomorrow. I'd, I'd I'd put a chicken wing and a and a um, a crusher tackle on him and just pay the consequences. It's as simple as that. Um, yeah oh yeah uh, look I'll, um the the, the non penalty try to Josh Adokar I mean even the queensland fans would know that that he was going to win the race yeah, to the ball I, I was worried
1: he was he was going i mean
2: it was 10 12 meters out and it's obviously far too far to make that call and there's so many other um you know uh, there was so many other maroon jerseys in the way but there was no way that any of them were going to get to the ball before adokar but that's right. You know, it was a call made, and that's fine. We'll live with that. Um, but yeah, just, just, yeah, just one of those things. But like I was saying, there's no way we deserve to win that game, and full credit to Queensland, they deserved it. And they'll, you know, they'll take the
0: uh, what, what's the name of the shield? Oh, can't remember. Anyway, Southern, oh. <clears throat> the Southern the uh, Southern Shield. Yeah. Um, I don't mind that call so much. Um, well I do, but. Oh, I want to be honest. If I was refereeing, I would have called it the same thing. But it was all the other calls, man. <laughs> they killed me throughout well, the whole game. Well, the
2: Maroons got a lot of six again calls, which were puzzling sometimes. You know, yeah. Um, but again, you know, I'm not going to take any gloss off uh, the Maroons. Well done, young squad. Uh, a lot of nah, No stuff names you. on there. All yes. Um, but we'll be back. Be Blue, we'll be back. Yeah. And um, it, actually, and while while we're on the subject, um, I've got a few mates, um. Who are blues fans who, um, a few who had talked about changing allegiance, really, yeah, Lee yeah. Lee Rangifetu, I'm calling you out. Hey, he was going to change allegiance this, uh, after game three because he said, um, disgusted the way that the Blues played and and so on. And he was just like, I'm going to change allegiance uh, and then stay I, strong, guys. I called him out and I said, Mate, stay loyal, mate. You got to stay loyal, mate. It's the last mm. thing we want.
0: Vincent <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um,
1: um. Could have been in the bag though earlier before that. Valentine Holmes, yeah. that, that was probably one of the worst bomb tries I've ever seen. There was, mm. there was two, yeah, there was two. two. But that last one was especially. It was like perfect pass, yeah, it that rebound pass, and that would have just that. That would have sealed the game.
2: Well, that yeah, that, I are, that we'll era took a whole lot of pressure off Philip Sami. That's for yeah. sure. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, but hey, but hey, well done to the Usos and yes. the Queensland team. There's yes. about six here. Man, never mm-hmm. thought I'd see the day when. Uh, when that many uh, Pi boys ran out in mm. the Queensland. Well, actually, on the park, um, kind of, I guess, an indication and, 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 and really kind of sums up the way um, rugby league's heading with um, a lot of Polynesian and Māori players in it, which is awesome to see. So, yeah, yeah well done to the brother
1: Something I noted on the M Awards night was that the team of the year was dominated by um, Māori and Pacific Islander players. So, yeah, it was just like...
0: We're pain. coming up, baby!
1: Payne Haas, um, your boy from the Panthers. Yeah, the no, the... Pro- um, Kiwi boy,
0: Hotshot Cassini, <laughs> nah,
1: Double oh, Barrel, oh, uh, Fish Harris, Fish Harris was there. Um, Camp Smith was in there, but then you had uh, Tohu and who was the other ones? There was quite a few, right? Then there was Crichton. There was um Katoni Stags was in, in the centres.
2: Chef,
1: um, no, nah, it was sold paramedic. Oh, he was going He did get that person.
0: award as what captain of the year. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so yeah, on the up. Um. Can I throw something else out there for now? Yeah, throw Speaking it. of uh, changing allegiance, um I think we mentioned a few weeks ago as well that um yourself, frigie, you're a LeBron fan. And I'm not even a dick here. Um but you're a LeBron fan and you follow where LeBron goes to.
0: Yeah. Um, here we go. No, 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 Thank you.
1: not no no, wait, hold up, hold up. So and I mentioned about being a Stephen Adams fan and yeah. following where he and they're your bellies. Mate, I'll, I'll be supporting the Pelicans. <laughs> Here we go. No, I, I said that. Like I said, I'm I'm, yeah, a, no, no. Thank I'm loyal you for to bringing the Kiwis. So I'm, I'm big. There's a difference between Stephen Adams and LeBron James. LeBron, LeBron normally gets ch- chips. Nah, he's a though, player. So. LeBron's a yeah, player. that's right. But yeah. And, I'm,
0: yeah I'm, I'm just point. saying that, I Change of yeah, Real good point. I I I Do you guys like,
1: be supporting the Pelicans now?
0: Well, yeah, it was probably a second yeah. team and, and supporting Adams and, and all that. But this one's going out to all you guys. <laughs> That are, that are flipping over to, to the pallies now. Eh? Yeah. Hey, you snakes. Where are the pelicans from?
1: New Orleans. Yeah. So, we go going with probably one of the hottest talents um, coming through at the moment is Zion Williamson. So, mm-hmm. if he can sort of get a good sort of um, sort of tandem with him, they'll go some way to doing it. They've got oh, Lonzo Ball oh, there as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, Lonzo Ball, Ingram. Yeah. Uh, they've got to change the way Adam, Adams play. They, they've got to let him shoot and, and dominate in the paint. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: actually dirty on OKC, to be fair. Like, I was an OKC supporter because I was a Seattle Supersomics fan growing up as well. And so when Adams went there, I was stoked because sort yeah. of two birds, one stone sort of thing. But they've just absolutely decimated their whole team. Like, all their best players are just gone now. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Um, they're talking about a rebuild, but I don't know. What's worth just playing in the now and just trying to win championships yeah for you Connor
0: Adams fans and maybe fans that were OKC, check out a YouTube channel, there's uh, Hushboy Sports uh, this African American dude uh, out of o- Oklahoma bro. Adams is his boy man oh. like, he absolutely loves Adams so much so he's following him to the palace but he's like born and bred Oklahoma
1: Yeah, yeah it's, um, it, it does bring to light though that these professional sports it's a business like so many players in that get absolutely roasted about disloyalty and stuff like that. And I admit I put my hand up at Study, I talked about Blake Green when he left the Warriors, I was a bit filthy on them. But now I'm just like, nah, I changed my tune. It's you know, it is business. You gotta do what's best for you. Earning you gotta earn as much money as possible because, you know, you only earn it for a little while. Um, and like when players leave everyone talks about their disloyalty, but a team can just cut you just like that. Especially basketball, that's ruthless. They yeah, exactly. They get, get you to move halfway through the year and you've got no choice about it, sort of thing. So, no, nah, go out and get your money, boys.
0: There's one player, I can't remember what his, what his name was, but he's been traded like five times yeah. in the last week. Um, Shoved all that yeah. the place,
1: yeah. You don't know where you're going to live. Yeah, like, exactly. well, I'm trying to actually find out who the OKC team is and I just can't find it. Cause oh, there simply, are a bunch of nobodies at the moment. I think it's just Shy Gildress Alexander that's still there from last year. But like Paul's gone. Yep. Um Galinari's gone. Yep. Um the six men. Uh, no, they still got
0: that young cat.
1: Schroeder, he's gone to Lakers.
0: Um, can't remember his name, but yeah.
1: Shy Gildress, Alexander.
0: Say his name? Yeah. Black dude. No, that's what they say. They <laughs> really. they call themselves black.
1: Um but yeah. I mean how how about being Dennis Schroeder though? Oh, no, he has been traded to the Lakers.
0: Oh, okay. Bro, they, they they've rebuilt, they've they've got him rid of their roster and just rebuilt like a a back to back winning team here. Oh yeah,
1: easy. I mean Rondo's gone. Yeah. But then they've got Schroeder, who's amazing. Oh,
0: he's going to be the man, especially playing uh, with uh, Rondo um, Davis. I think
1: today I just seen they got Pal Gasol just got traded to him.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one because mm. he's big and slow.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's more just the adventure, it might be a bench man. Behind Davis
0: Yeah uh, NBA talk mm. Yeah Really hope Lakers Go go back to back There'll be more on I this uh, Next year Or oh, maybe later this year When's, when's the season starting now?
1: Uh, December
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Up, Crazy. The palies, up the pelis
0: Yeah Usually they don't like Talking NBA anymore But That was a good convo Thanks for bringing that up well those other snakes that are changing teams out there <laughs> As we talk uh, Yeah, talking points Oh sorry the, the the I did want to finish on one more thing around Origin If the Blues win next year <laughs> If the Blues win next year All you guys that have been texting me Calling me, messaging me Putting me up on your stories oh, I'm going to give it to you so hard You're going to want to move Like Yeah You do not want the Blues winning next year. Trust me. I'm going to go on 100 days of posts if we do. 100 consecutive posts on Origin. You heard it here. Anyway, tonight's Talking Points, we're moving on. Uh, The theme is around top threes. Uh, A few random ones uh, to go through, but we'll talk about club uh, for now. Top threes and towards that. Start quite nice and kind of um, around the, the top three influential people to you uh in our club and i'll probably uh we'll get always go to my left we'll get to my right uh big easy um and this is ever not this year, so you guys have both worked with uh a plethora of people uh during your tenure 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 no, it's like you're saying tenure um at so, top three people, and I know there's a, a lot more than three, but we're just coming out with the top three. Top three uh, influential people to you from uh, the club? Easy.
2: Yeah, great question, <clears throat> but really difficult to ask, mm-hmm. um, or to answer, sorry. Um, and so, to, to make it easy, because there are, like you say, a plethora, um, and, and I guess, you know, for me, I've been involved in this club since I was five. Um, I actually group them into three groups as opposed to three individual people. So if that's okay. So in terms of groups, um, I've gone uh, obviously the, the, the sort of the, the older senior dynamic. and I talk about the likes of, you know, the mothers uh, Mm. of of the world, um, you know, Brian Simmons, people that I've known since I was, you know, that that, that age coming through, but Andy Desi probably would kind of, I guess, headline that group. Andy, I've been lucky to work with um, here at club level, at grassroots level, but also um, at, at national level in terms of when he was the president for New Zealand Rugby. And, you know, obviously with work, he'd come in a lot. And, and Andy was great because he was obviously really, I guess, you know, so well respected and, and just, you know, well um, renowned and, you know, but, you know, he, he was he was the top dog there for a couple of years that he was in that role. But it was great that he would come in. Um, you know, he'd, he'd basically uh effectively you know run the AGM and that, but it was great that he'd come to a desk and then we could just talk club footy like he'd yeah. want you know, with you know, he'd, he'd just be <clears throat> you know, like at an AGM, maybe the who's who around the you know, and he'd, he'd come up and everyone would stop him and you know, and have a chat and stuff like that. And then he'd find me and he'd come over and chat, and then he'd be like, "Is yes, who's running it, sensor for us this weekend, type thing, you know. So that was that was really cool. I and, and, and obviously now that Andy's um, I guess moved on from a lot of his responsibilities at level that level it's great to see him in and around the club and mm. so yeah, so I use Andy I guess to kinda of, um sorta of, yeah, I guess sort of be um the lead of sort of that, that dynamic. The second the second kind of group of people is um, you know, obviously yourselves, like, you know, now the now. Um and I I I guess I talk about um you know, I guess what we've been doing the last sort of couple of years, it's, you know, it's, it's its sort of, it's great that I can just sort of be myself and, you know, do what I enjoy doing, but also just be able to rub off, you know, what you guys are doing as well. So I guess you guys sort of represent the, you know, the the, the present. Um, but another group I wanted to mention was the my, my boys, I guess, growing up, the boys that I grew up with. Um, that played all their footy here, because I used to kind of, I used that word, live vicariously through what they were doing on the field, and, you know, I knew that I, I was never going to play at, at that, you know, that premier level, um, but, you know, the likes of the, my, my best mates growing up, your tank, your, the Collins boys, Tumonu and Dan and that, you know, we, we grew up and we, you know, we, we did everything, we kind of did all our firsts together, you know, like, mm. you know, when you first sort of fall out of a tree, when you first, you're running around church and you smash a window by you know an inaccurate <laughs> throw of a stone and stuff like that, and then you discover girls together. You start going out together. You have your first drink together. Um, these are the guys that you know when we went and got to footy. Um, I you know I was happy to you know kind of focus on stuff, other stuff, but still come out and up follow them around the traps and you know and, and see them all kind of go on to you know carve out some pretty impressive premier careers alongside Huge and, and the crew. So. Those are kind of the three groups. You're kind of the senior group, the now, and then I guess the boys that, yeah, that mm. kind of you grew up with mm. and, and watched them play. And yeah, that's kind of how I've answered that question. Mm. And that's, uh, so that's okay.
0: Yeah, really like that. Covered kind of all bases there as well, kind of age groups and past and present. Fair old sizzle. Um, huge.
1: Um, yeah, I've done the same. So I've done a couple of groups. Um, so yeah, the, I had a, just a very, very generic volunteers group. Um, I get pretty influenced by the way that some of these people just give up their time and want to come down for the just for the love of the club. So um, you know who you are, I won't name, start naming them because it will be going on forever. But just those those ones that are just there, just digging for the club, it might be the guys that are doing the work at six o'clock in the morning, emptying bins and wiping down showers and stuff, to the guys on the bar and um, to the people doing all the working bees and stuff like that. It's um, yeah, pretty influential stuff, and it sort of makes you sort of feel like you yeah should be coming down to give. Give up some more of your time. So, yeah, they'll be in there. Um, I'm like you, Iz. So I've got those, the boys that you talk about, or your close mates. So, more of the senior players that when I came to the club, they, um, and I talked about it on my interview with you over, over lockdown, um, they just really took me under the wing. So, mm. like the Collins boys, uh, lots, um, uh, Dan, and all that, they just, to um, Manu, just soon as I got here, um, they just made me feel welcome. Um, would be like going around and being invited to go watch movie nights around their house or (laughs) take me to a cafe to play cards or give me rides to town or even if you're lots and take me out on town most weekends sort of thing Um, so those boys were quite influential just made a young guy from, kid from Wanganui moving down here um, a whole lot easier Um, so those guys were pretty influential in my career Um, and then last one's obviously the old man like I wouldn't be at Petoni if it wasn't for him Um, so he's got a very proud history at the club So yeah, coming here He was a big influence on me coming here So,
0: yep. Great, good people And um, with both of you guys Mentioning uh, the boys uh, Franny, Gusto, all those boys Like to me And yeah, I was a little kid While like, the leslies and Umangas and all that Afiakis were running around But those boys will always be um, like, like the legends You know, the the big big names for me Uh, Shout out to those boys. Uh, Myself, got kind of three groups. They're not huge groups, but uh, they're all kind of in the now. Um, Obviously, I got this crew, the Daily Planet Boys, uh, is a huge hack. Yeah, yeah. is a huge hack. Because I I honestly try to think of like, would I still be coaching and hanging hanging down here all the time if like you boys went down here? Because I was like, like who who I'd, who I'd be doing all this with, um, so definitely having you boys around uh, makes it a bit easier. Uh, Fred and Mutz was another group. I know it's kind of unusual, but kind of um, well between you know you you boys that brought us back that year, uh, brought us back here. Uh, that was pretty influential on the, on the next ten years after that. Uh, and then Mutz um, kind of didn't really think about it, so I put this question out there today as. When he come down to help out the brotherhood and just hearing him um, like all the technical coaching and stuff that he done kind of sparked something in me was like, that I really enjoyed uh, and seeing how he worked with people. So he was kind of the first kind of learning around rugby coaching and like, how to do it properly and how to run things. So Mats was definitely up there for me. And the last two uh, of late, I've got time for all our, our coaches, obviously, but I really like working with um, Pipes and Jonesy. Just knowledge-wise, man, just huge to call on. Uh, obviously, huge is in, in there as well, um, with, with everything that he does. But uh, like working off pipes during sevens, that was awesome, man. Just heaps of the things he done um, during sevens, I just I wouldn't have known about. <laughs> I wouldn't wouldn't have known, even though we been trying to I've been trying to fake it for the last three years and, and everything that I do. And Josie, while while he's got all his jokes and stuff. Lucky he's got some great drills and great knowledge as well, so uh, that definitely rubs off on me and uh, kind of adds to to my cup, as people say. Mm. Um, and now we go to the top three influential people just in life. So that's outside of uh, footy and things like that. And just before I go on, I'll quickly open this pack of biscuits. <laughs> Shout out to Griffin's Toffee wops. Uh, so I don't interrupt anyone's talking
1: is me.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll start with you. Oh,
1: either way. Um, so, was it influential people in life. In life. In life. So, outside of rugby, so obviously, you've got the rugby guys, but um, in life, um, oh, I mentioned it before, but the old fella, um, or men, old parents in general, um, massive influence on sort of upbringing, and things like that. So, obviously, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your parents. So, they're um, an obvious selection. Hmm. Um, my kids are a big one. Um, so obviously they came later on in life uh oh they they were well the county was a surprise um but but a good surprise um in that um <clears throat> like I was never really off the rails, but um he sort of grounded me a bit more when he arrived um gives you a bit more reason in, in sort of life, and mm-hmm. it wasn't all about just going out and boozing up and hanging out with your mates and things like that, so give you a bit of enjoyment just being able to stay home on a on a weekend and just chill out with him so. And now I've got Aubrey as well, so kids in particular, a massive influence on my life. Um, everything you do, I do it for them. Um, third one. Yeah. Probably a bit of a cop-out, but just, yeah, family in general. Um, so that can be siblings or partners and... Um, or
0: partner. No
1: singular. Uh, <laughs> hey! Wow wee! Just
0: outed yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, dog box for the rest of the week, surely? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, and sort of stuff like that that, yeah, family's huge for me um, so, and I count my rugby group as, like, you guys and that as my family as well, so um, that's a massive one for me, so um like think I'm a pretty loyal guy, so that's a big influence on what I do with my life and how
0: I live my life mm. I like that bro, really do I uh, and I think it's great that we can kind of um, share that on yeah. this platform as well um, and do those sizzles um, see you See you and I. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: easy. Yeah, well, for me, look, it's, it's 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 very um very similar to you. I I mean, you know, my life has all really always been about faith, family, and friends, and that pretty much com- I guess sums up sums it up really. Um, yeah, faith is big for me. Um, you know, it's it's for me, it's it's kind of unbreakable. Really, it's 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 how I start and finish my day, and, and a, a, a big big reason is to. I guess why, you know, you kind of just sort of tick boxes as you as you move through life. Um, so that yeah, that's big for me. Um, you know, family obviously. Um, you know, like you know, my my both my parents and, and obviously my siblings. I mean I I've, I've always, you know, told people I've I've had the best of both worlds with my parents. One who was born in the islands, my father and, and moved from Samoa and instilled the importance of culture and, you know, values and traditions and, you know, and, and ancestry and you know, I guess uh Bloodline that is, so you know, first generation, I guess, out of Samoa, you know, for me, but I understand the importance that you know, if you've got two cultures, you embrace them, man, you make the most of it. I say, and mum, who was you know, born and bred up in Auckland, and you know, and she was born to and parents who moved over, but yeah, but you know, and growing up, you know, and blame Perry and myself could never get away with anything because you know, mum had already done that, so you know, as much as we try to you know, tell mum and dad that you know, we were going somewhere, she knew exactly where we were going. Our uh, swear type things. thing. So, yeah, so really, really grateful for that. And then friends, you know, I guess the, the third thing, I mean, you know, in, in so many different circles that you're sort of involved in, you grow up, and, you know, those are, you know, the, you, you take so many learnings off, uh, you know, off your friends, and sometimes, um, yeah, you know, it's just, that's just how it is, you know. You, you kind of go out and you make mistakes, and um, you just kind of learn from them, really. And, and sometimes I, I learn from friends have you made mistakes and I'm really you know obviously really observant about you know if i don't make it and I, I see a friend that's you know kind of tripped over here and there then you know that you you kind of you, you you learn that as well so i've i've, I've learned to kind of yeah just sort of you know just sort of be um be observant and, and kind of you know that's that's sort of yeah um how I've kind of grown up but yeah so for me really it's yeah it's not really i guess sort of three people it's, it's sort of again, I go back to, you know, it's a bit of a cop-out, but it's more sort of yeah, three kind of groups.
0: Yeah, I like that as well, eh? Like, uh, towards the end, you mentioned the kind of, um, or maybe something around, like, good influence, bad influence, but it's like the people that are closest to you that should be doing the influencing anyway. Mm. Like, you shouldn't be influenced by anyone else that's not as close as those groups are. Uh, yeah, very much the same as you boys. Um, number one, you start with the parents, um, and like it's it's the journey for me. The, you know the journey, um, and when I th- like when I think about it, like like if if we move from here to Oz, no, no different, same same kind of thing. But they move from like the islands over here, uh, language barrier, uh, I Had to find places to live, places to work. Um, and then build up from there, which they both did really well. <clears throat> so I love that story. And that's why I always kind of uh, encourage people to enjoy the time with your folks and do things together and um, don't take that time for granted, kind of buzz and just enjoy it. Uh, and another the one, uh, I almost came out here and said, Kimbo. But <laughs> it has to be siblings, eh? you, that, that's the right answer. Um, but yeah, both both very influential uh, to me Both looked after me my whole life um, And just, like, naturally Brothers are, are always going to be close And kind of, uh, you know, actually influenced By uh, everything that he does Clothes, the, the music, the booze um, But yeah, uh, siblings are in there um, And I'll probably just Chuck in a, a dash cousins as well because yeah. you know co- p- they're pretty much brothers and and sisters too the, the relationships you have your, with your uh, cousins and things. And then the mates as well, uh, always been he- uh, heavily influenced by uh, friends and mates, good and bad. Um, maybe I'm the bad, maybe I'm the bad mate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, def- definitely love all three of those groups. Nice. Um, we come into changing the, the next top three, uh, just in case we were losing anyone there and that, <laughs> the last couple uh topics. But I asked you guys to name your top three kind of exciting prospects coming through the club, um, whether they're already here or you, you heard they might be coming through here. Um, yeah, I guess you can't really lock in those maybes, yeah. so yeah, give us your top three exciting players coming through. We'll start, start back with you, is. Sorry,
2: mate. Yeah, no, we are yeah. talking about best biscuits, eh? We did rank. We, yeah, we didn't,
0: we didn't mention toffee pops no, it was it was also, We've also got some fingers here. Is that a chocolate finger? Yeah. You love those, eh? Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of your fingers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one at one at a time, huge one at a time. Um
0: hey. All right. Uh, I noticed before you try to before we lose to, all our listeners. Th- three fingers in his um, mouth.
2: Yeah. Prospects coming through I've I've got three um that I wanna mention. I've got one who's uh, what, ninety nine percent come to the club, one who's had a year at the club and one who's had a few years at the club. Um, so yeah, so obviously Peter, uh Peter Laco um sounds like it's um it's almost done Just that it's coming, really excited. Um to see um to see him come and put the saddle on and and Peter, if you are listening, then you're not coming. Then shame on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well. No, obviously you're coming, now that I've said, you're coming. Um. But yeah, and no, I'm really excited. to obviously, obviously watched a lot of him play this year. I didn't obviously know too much about him in previous years, but mate, the season he had the still still this year was phenomenal. Unlucky, I think, really to miss out on national honors and, and going to the schools camp. Um. But I know that he was he was ranked pretty highly in the Kane system. Um. But yeah, no, he he he's got all the attributes to be um. a a phenomenal player at club level and um yeah and obviously if um if things go um as well as i think he knows he can and and the rest of us know um i think yeah he 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 probably won't play too much club footy because he'll he'll move through some um yeah Mm. some of our into into a high performance uh all national teams i think um in years to come so really excited to see what he can bring he comes out of a really good system which is good as well and um Hopefully, it sounds like there'll be a few of them coming, which is great that they come um, as a cluster and they obviously know each other, and it, it helps uh, helps them settle into into the village, which will be cool. So, Peter, um, I want to mention Jalen, who's um, obviously had a year at the club, which was really injury um, ravaged. I think is a word you could use. Um, a kid that came with yeah, a, a lot obviously massive potential, massive reps, um, has. Um, he obviously played at the highest level in terms of his schoolboy footy, captained his uh, first 15. Um, yeah, and was, he moved down a wee bit. And yeah, and I, I really think he, um, he actually settled here at the village and enjoyed the season. By all accounts, was part of our sevens group as well. Unfortunately, got injured. Um, but hopefully, 2021 will be the year that he um, really kicks on um, after, a, I guess, like I was saying, an injury ravaged 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, had a few hammy issues and then obviously um, had a, 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 an injury to an arm. At seven, so here's my second one. My third one is going to be one of our ponies, Millie Mackie, uh, favourite um, of a lot of us. Um, and I guess, like you know, I guess we've spoken about it before because we're so involved and entrenched and immersed in our own teams on a Saturday, we don't always get the opportunity to kind of get out and watch the girls, which as much as we'd love to. Yeah, that sucks too. It does suck. Yeah. yeah, and I'd love, you know, I've always, you know, man, we've we've thrown out some pretty wacky ideas, but I'd love to see, you know, a, a Saturday where it is just a club, just a, you know, if we play MSP on a Saturday, it's all the club teams play MSP. Yeah. Thing, and it's just, oh. we're at one venue, you know, we'll get the Colts and the women and the Prim reserves and the Premieres playing back up, back to back to back to back. Um, and it'll be awesome. You know, we, um, we, we can watch our women play, you know, so unfortunately we just have to, um, I guess, sort of uh, rely on some footage of their games to see them play, but, we know the talent that Millie possesses. Um, she didn't play any sevens, this year due to a, a bit of injury. Um, but yeah, man, all the talents, micro skills for a nine, you know, great pass, box kick, has all the skills that a you know a nine has. And you know, hopefully, we'll we'll see her kick on. So she's not involved in the ignite sevens, but I would have loved to have seen her up there mm. next week. Uh, she was involved last year, but yeah, hopefully, she'll just continue to progress and evolve and develop. And um, I'm sure one day we'll see her playing on the black fence. not to put a put the mocker on her, but I think that will happen. <clears throat> so those are probably the three.
0: Good group, mm, yeah, is nice. great players, and definitely can't wait to see what they do next year. Uh, can't wait to see uh, Peter uh, come through. Uh, you sure you're top three?
1: Yeah, so I looked at this a bit differently. So I um, we've obviously got some good young players at our club, the likes of the Josh Salvills and the Yona Pedros and guys like that that are. Gonna probably well, not again, not wanting to put mockers on them, but gonna have pretty successful careers, I believe, if they keep going the way that they're going. So, my take on this was more about sort of those players that um, might be sort of around the club for a lot longer, maybe some Centurions or something among the group that are going to be really good players. So, <clears throat> the first one I've gone for is. I haven't actually watched a lot of this guy play, but from what I've heard from you guys and that, um, I think he could be something quite special for the club, and that's Rich Evans. Mm. Um, so I think you've mentioned him. He's, he reminds you of a bit of a Bowdoin Barrett type type player. Um, I mean, he's the type of guy, I'm not saying he's not going to kick on and get a professional career and play for Wellington or Hurricanes or whatever, but um, if he doesn't, um, he might be this sort of guy that might kick on and play 100 games for the club. Yeah. Um, one of those just <clears throat> good, solid club men that um, go out there and do it. Um, but again, not saying that he's not going to push on professional honours. Um, also in that vein as well is Luke Minnix. Um Really looking forward to how he goes, um, depending on what he does next year. But if he decides to step up to that senior grade and see how he goes with a, with a good solid year, perhaps playing a bit of senior rugby as well. Um, again, someone else that could potentially go on to play 100 games if he doesn't go up higher yeah. and get higher honours as well. So um, that'll, that'll be him. And then the last player as well is um, someone that's got massive potential for um, By all accounts, um, unsure what their plans are um, going forward, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. And that's, um, is it Naomi Sopwanga? Yeah, Naomi Sopwanga, um, who's I think only 15 or something like that, and absolutely carving up on the field already as it is. Um, didn't get dispensation to play this year, but um, yeah, from what I've heard, she would have absolutely not looked out of place at all and could have handled it. So if she stays around the village and plays here, um, From what I've heard, she's someone that can really push on to, yeah, as high as she really wants to go. Really,
0: yeah, really looking forward to um, seeing when she can come come play for us and and things like that. At the moment, it doesn't look like um, they're giving out dispensations um, unless you're kind of eighteen and and leaving. Um, See what happens with that. It is the women's rugby part of things, and um, she looks more than capable. Uh, my three. Uh, I've I've actually named four. Sorry, cheated a bit here on my
1: four. I would have had Tully seen him there as well.
0: Yep, yep. I feel like Tully's established though.
1: Yeah, he is, but
0: but he's still excited. But as a a
1: prop, you know, how props don't come into their sort of prime in the 20s or mid to late 20s.
0: I'm still coming into mine,
1: exactly. Yeah, um, you know, I think he's someone that again could push on and just be like one of those cornerstones of a premier team for years to come.
0: Yeah. Um, so the, the players I've named um, if they will return next year and they've all got potential to, to kick on uh, either next year or the year after uh, Rory uh, Willett I think he's, he's got the full uh, skill set still some work to be done um, to sharpen up some things but I think he's going to be a great premier player at some point uh, he's a real leader on the field uh, loves the club those the boys, he's working really hard at the moment as well, so um he's he's his own uh what would you say, not worst enemy. Um he um can go as far as or as not far as he wants to. It's certainly up to him on on, on his progress. Um Luke Mannix, next year's gonna be interesting if um Luke stays in the Colts and and Peter comes through as well. That's going to be a real battle for that eight position. I guess by default, maybe the other plays six. See how it goes there. Um, Luke would be the senior out of those two, so see how it goes. Um, But yeah, Luke Mannix coming through. He's just such a good runner, bro. He's a smart player, Uh, works hard, trains hard, great attitude. He kind of ticks all those boxes, you know. So got his opportunity this year against the Axemen, which he absolutely loved. Sure, he'd want to do it again in front of his parents um, or in front of his dad who wasn't able to attend that day. Um, but yeah, cool. Uh, like Ridge, um, when he comes through, uh, bro, he's a defensive freaking workhorse, man. He can tackle for days. Um, and he's got a pretty decent running game, too. So uh, when he gets back, it be good to see him. Um, See how far he can go. Uh and then uh, Rick Evans as well. Mm. I'm excited for that kid, eh? Like I don't I don't even think how, how I think I don't think he knows how good he can be. Um, just some of the stuff that he does. Really excited to see what these, these kids do. And the cool thing about it, bro, is when you when you think, um well, look, Mannix uh stud, yeah, you know, seeing these junior kids come back, man. Yeah, yeah they used to be like little shits running around here bloody Pinching cokes off tables and running around in the green room and saw us spit. Uh, as we all did long ago. Uh top three club nights. Huge.
1: Um, yep. Uh, three pretty obvious ones. So um, Jax's Blazer Knight mm-hmm. um, was pretty pretty good, which was there was also old timers or that reunion.
2: Or was that separate it, was an old time, it was the MSP game. Yeah. So was that a
1: 2000 reunion night as well?
2: No, no, that was all time. Separate, but yeah. Um, anyway, Jax's <coughs> Got it totally wrong, eh? Yeah, no, no.
1: Uh, Jax's <laughs> blazer night was, was pretty awesome, obviously, for um, Jax to get her, her um, black belt pitcher up on the corner and also get, receiving her blazer was pretty awesome. And it was the first time that probably as a club we've done the haka together. Um, and we've spoken about that in the past, have our sort of vision we've had, so that made it pretty special that night as well. Um during that. Um the other one was Gucci's one hundred. Again, same thing where quite a lot of the boys got up and um performed that hucker and then yeah, just a big night all round, enjoyable night, getting the W as well that day, um, across the board, I think, um, helped with that. And then the last one was prize giving night. I thought was pretty special this year. Wow. we'll sort of Fridge in particular, and you boys were a lot busier So you couldn't really appreciate it that much But um, just that How it all pulled together and the awesome feedback we got From the night as well, made it all the more special So, yeah Those are my three favourite nights at the club
0: Nice I, I went club nights ever um, ever? But yeah, that's, oh, wow. that's all good Easy?
2: Uh, yeah, um, again we go back to the first blue and white party 2010 I remember it was like it was. I remember it, like it was last night It was um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was, there was, there was a lot of adversity for, as exciting as it was to bring that new team into the club, there was still a bit of adversity around it. There were, unfortunately, there was an incident around the 125th, you might remember, Huge, uh, where a few of our players had sort of rocked up and thought, you know, just by right, they should be able to get in without having to, oh. you know, so there was, so that, you know, and, and, and then, um, you know, we, we got a, we got a talking to by the club captain um, that year and, um so the boys were a little bit despondent because it was just a couple of guys that sort of ruined it for the, the group that we had. But we, we stuck at it. You know, we, we, we obviously, you know, had some really good results on the field. And and then we just knew that, um, yeah, we, we had to find a way to try and get some subs out of these guys. And so mm-hmm. the birth of the blue and White Party, it was, and it was the first of many. And, and it's probably the most, yeah, probably most memorable that we had. It was, it was a night to celebrate the brotherhood. It was a night to celebrate a new team. A new dynamic of the club. It was a celebrate celebrate Fuki, who'd passed away mm. a year before that. Um, it, yeah, and, and like obviously, like I, I, I might have mentioned in the previous chat, it was just standing room only. It was it was massive. So that year, so that, that 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 definitely is one of the, my favourite nights you know of all time. Um, yeah, this year we've had man. I mean, I could reel up any of those, but um, you know, outside of the ones that you just mentioned, which which were all awesome nights but hard to go past the McBain night when Gucci, you know, obviously turned up again in his kit. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Um but another night that we had it was probably was not so much a, a club club night, but it was um it was Fuki's birthday. Um so yeah, he, he, he passed yeah, away yeah. in two thousand nine, passed away on the seventh of July, I purple? think, or yeah. yeah, the purple party. So um Fuki turned twenty seven, I think it was, it might have been. I think it was due to turn twenty seven, but three months after his passing on September the 25th, I think it was, um, we decided to have a massive sports day here. Uh, I think we divvied up all his family, his boys, and everyone that knew him really. We probably had a or oh, It would have been maybe 70 or 80 people. There was here, a lot of we, people. Yeah, which we divvied up into about eight teams. I think we had a massive sports day. Uh, every time, Everyone was divided into colored teams, and we had four different games going. Everyone went home, showered up, uh, chilled up for a bit. Um, a few obviously preloaded and then um, they all came back dressed in their best black and purple, purple being Fuki's favourite colour, I think it was. And then again, just another massive night in the club. So, uh, not so much a club night during the club season, but a club, a club night because it was here at the club, but also involved a lot of people with connections to the club who played here or had family and friends here. You were here, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that was, yeah, that was probably another enjoyable one. So, yeah. That's, that's yeah.
0: Nice. yeah. Big night, big night that one. Um yeah, I, I had that Brotherhood party down as well. And I'll just put down here any McBain night. Mm. <laughs> it's usually an awesome night, doesn't it? Winning winning night. Yeah. Any, yeah, sorry, any Winning McBain night. It's usually a biggie. Um, and then that uh I think it was two thousand thirteen, the Prims uh, Brotherhood Drink Up Downstairs. We all ended up on this side of the club and had the guitars out had and the sing off yeah. That was mad. Um yeah, that was real cool.
1: Yeah I've, I've, have you finished yeah. yeah, I've interpreted it as just this year, but obviously I've thrown here as well, the 05 Jubilee Cup, when we won that, that Oh yeah, of course. obviously just yeah, trying to blow my own trumpet here, but um, not not just for me, but just the whole night, just being able to, because that's when the finals were still at the stadium, so we played the stadium and then we're in the change room as well, a long time after that, just drinking, probably took us a couple of hours to get changed and back out here, but as we rolled in and we walked into the club, it was just the whole club just standing ovation and a few of the boys sung the club song, which at the time wasn't the club song as it is now. It's um, another song that's got a few more explicit lyrics in it. Um, talking about pulling things back and whatnot. Yep. Um, and yeah, just that whole night was just just massive. Just the, the, the club rooms were packed. Absolutely, yeah, bursting at the seams and yeah, just, just really fond memories uh, for me as well.
0: Nice, bro. Jubilee Cup's always a big night for, for any club, mm-hmm. so it's mean. Um, let's see. We, we've got one, two. We've got a few more to get through, so I'm going to go top three club volunteers. Um, we'll go a huge. Yeah, pretty hard. Tough one, yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Um, so I just grouped them all into the... I just called them the trustworthy group, um, the ones that when you put a call out, they was here, so... Um, yeah, I'm probably going to miss someone off here. But the Annie's, Jenny's, the Sione's, um, obviously Old Man, Gus, um, yourselves, um, Hack. Um, so all of those guys that are just here. Mari, just here, just non-stop. And then now, and obviously Rochelle and everyone. So sorry, I can't name them all because there is that trustworthy really group as well that always here, double O and that. Um, so, so them as a group. Um, and then there's, I have the other group of players that are just really good club people so the ones that they might not come to all the all the working bees and stuff like that but you know that they're in it for the love of it and they are volunteers because they don't get paid to sort of play here um so you get those just those good good club men um that are here to help out and stuff like that and then you get those and then another group is the ones that sort of come in when you need them so you think about the sort of hurlers and then the tapers and stuff mm. like that they work out on the bar or help out with prize giving things like that and um, so yeah, that's sort of very generic sort of grouping today. Nice. <clears throat> Is
0: did you have a uh, kind of top three? Even though we kind of appreciate everyone.
2: Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I want to acknowledge Steve Tanner mm. uh, in particular. Um, I guess you know, for for me, I've, I've known Steve for a number of years, and and I guess more so over the last couple that we've worked together with our Premier Group, and you know, I guess you know, I guess for me. Um, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough to to be the recipient of an award earlier this year. But to be honest, a lot of that really goes to Steve because you know the the the, the day in day out stuff that he did. I guess just a, allowed me to kind of you know sort of build my way into the into the season. Yeah. Um, you know, so a lot, a lot of you know uh, I, I could come in on on a game day and, and I guess you know do what I love to do and and I didn't really have the opportunity to come down on a during the week because, you, you know, obviously with, due to health and, and just sort of building enough tolerance on the on the leg to be up for that kind of time. But, you know, it was Steve that was here on the Tuesday and Thursday, rain, hail, shine, you know, setting up for training, packing down after training. You know, we'd meet on a game day and we'd both have, you know, our own sort of inventory that he had. But, you know, he, he, just, he just went about his work. He was the one that was kind of, you know, chasing players for subs and doing all the, the work that didn't really... Doesn't really get noticed, you know. So, um, so I guess that's for me. I guess I'd, it's a great platform to be able to acknowledge the work that Steve does. He does all that, and you know, and at the end of the day, he's here on Saturday and he's here right till the end, and he's he's fairly dusty by the end of a Saturday night. As in what, mate? But he deserves it, you know. Yeah. And, and and got on him, you know. Yeah. He he works hard. He parties harder, you know. And that's yeah. that's awesome. And and it's those kind of people that you know. I I, I guess you know for me now. You know, we we want to acknowledge absolutely everyone in this club that, mm. that, that gives time. And so, you know, we're all volunteers, you know, we're not doing it for, um you know, for anything really, but for the love of the club. And Steve was just phenomenal for, for the last couple of years in our Premier Group, but especially this year, you know, when I guess, you know, like I was saying, he, 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 he was just, you know, just, just yeah. kind of carrying that load and, and it just sort of allowed me to sort of, you know, kind of, kind of build throughout the year. So yes, I want to mention Steve and yeah, you just mentioned everyone else really, that trustworthy group that, you know, that this club is built on, you know, and I wanna you know, I want to mention Annie who's you know, who doesn't have to do what she does, but she does it. She's here every Tuesday, Thursday. You know, and um, you know, she does a lot of the club related stuff that a membership secretary does, you know, from work, you know, um or, you know, even, you know, down here and like I was saying, you know, in some pretty um, you know pretty challenging sort of conditions but she's she's the one that you know walks down here and then walks home again at the end of a training night to hopefully try and chase up the subs that you know that that, that I guess every club needs so that kind of that kind of work that yeah none, none of us really envy, but she um just tours away and does it and then a shout out to the Sionis as well um, big fans of the pod um, as I understand we um, 've got a dedicated window that they listen to once uh, once it's um, i guess um, activated online so Big shout out to them. Um, that family is just phenomenal. You know they are down here and they they yeah they kind of integrate their I guess their Saturdays around around the club and yeah. it kicks off early morning. Mm. You think about the the kids that have their own their own games and it could be all over the you know all over the mutual, I guess as we call it, you know. And then they you know at the same time they've got to get into their brotherhood preps and you know the, the work that Emily and George do there. And then again they're back at the club. You know Emily's you know running around you know, um, blooming, grabbing empties and cleaning and in the kitchen and George is the same and, you know, the kids are, uh, are lucky enough to, you know, run rampant in the green room and come back and, you know, and then they'll sign off that Saturday. It's a massive day for them. I guess, you know, for some of us, we, you know, we, we, we sort of, we pop down here for a certain part of a Saturday, you know, that we can, but um, it's great that they're able to do that, but they come down and they're able to kind of mm. integrate. That family time as well to have dinner here and you know, and look up, you know, make the kids a bed. And so, yeah, so shout out to, to, to the Sionis, they're a, yeah. a massive part of this club, and we're, we're really fortunate to have them. Yeah, with, with
1: them, like I don't know about you, Fridgie but that Sunday after prize giving, when we oh, mate, absolutely soldiers up clean, clean up, and it was just me and Fridgey there for a little bit, and we sort of were just looking at each other, just going, just where do we start? <laughs> and not really sure, and was not looking forward to it, but as soon as the, the Sionis rolled up. It just, it's it just, just a day, eh? yeah. just absolutely relieved. It's like, oh, we're, we're going to be all right, we're going to be all right here. Yeah.
0: It's almost <laughs> like you just know you're not doing everything, so <laughs> everyone's now yeah. going to... Uh, oh, it
1: was just so good when they rolled up, it was just a sense of calm and we just got, got it done, so it was good. So I appreciate them, good babysitters too, so the kids had babysit my kids at the club as well, so... yeah,
0: yeah Not great. not not the first time they've answered the, the Sunday cleanup call. We've mm. done it quite a bit this oh, year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very,
1: very trustworthy and loyal.
0: Um, so yeah, I, I definitely had them down as one of those slots like that—that unbelievable and everything that they do. Completely agree with everything that, that you said uh, is, and um, they deserve so much credit. And um, long may their involvement in the club um, continue. Uh, so yeah, shout out to you guys. I love your work. Um, the other two people I want to mention—one uh, and the same for me. Um, the first one is Rochelle. Uh, Sickles, like a lot of people either don't know Who she is or um, Probably only know her by face by hanging down the club, haven't, haven't met her uh, Next year for down the club Just introduce yourself um, She's been massive for the club um, This year, not only in the kitchen And organising that, like f- financially She is just on point um, She's Yeah, she's good at working with everyone uh, She'll work with you In and around budgets for, for certain things and, and things like that, so um, but the main thing everyone will know and love is just the feeds that she puts on. Um, just the variety was so good this year. Um, even though, like, she could make the same thing every week, and I'd I'd be happy as. Mm. Uh, a little spicy on the mints that, that Sloppy Joe. We I still got that mince in the freezer, bro. I better get onto that, eh? Well, It's better in the freezer than in the
2: pocket. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Actually, on that. I we'll <laughs> know about your pocket.
0: Man. On that, um, <laughs> I was going through uh, Spear Room. Uh, the other week, and there's a shirt that I wore to uh, Benny's birthday. Um, that was just I was just going in there, just threw it on my way past to my room, and I picked it up and I was like, "They have this," and then I reached into the um, pocket, chest pocket and there's a bloody sausage roll. In there. Oh, my oh, there God. we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was,
1: What'd you do with that sausage roll?
0: I heated it up and. <laughs> <laughs> How did I come... Why what, what is that a thing now? What? Well, the pocket? The <laughs> pocket of food. Oh, I just remember the meat patties in the pocket after they caught it. That was a funny one because I actually did get home, heat it up and <laughs> put it on some bread. That was a good meat patty, man. You
1: were man. them out at will you?
0: Hey, You got showing everyone. <laughs> was that the meat patty?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Put a on that meat patty. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um... Yeah, shout out to Rochelle and, and everything that she does, but but we've got to give it up for Hack as well. Um, all the work that he done uh, down here this year um, on the bar, like in all the all those games sorted down there. Like it's really cool seeing people stay and just like use the the cornhole, the the pool table, the arcade machine, um, or in yeah just everything else that's been going well. There's feeds, there's burgers, it's burgers. <sighs> juicy burgers, man. So good. We need, to get, we need to get back on there to really go a burger. Um, yeah, so shout out to you guys. So There's uh, graphics as well, and just in yep.
1: obviously all social media stuff. That you graphics, well. social media, pod,
0: the Go Live, yeah. um, recording, you know, they said their games, and still um, being one of two managers for the Colts. Mm. So he's doing it, banging it, uh, as they say. Um, quickly going along now, uh, we're getting on a bit. But we're just going to quickly go through our top three hurricanes, top three All Blacks, uh, real quick. I'll start with my hurricanes, uh, and then we'll go back to easy and huge. So my top three hurricanes. Um, I try to stay away, kind of our our mainstream hurricanes. So with Philo Tia Tia, uh, Kupu Vanisi, uh, my other favourite, and can you <laughs> guess the last one? Well, uh Andre Taylor. Oh, Oh, and put Arrini. Arrini in yeah. so he's number four. Top three for me. I just like those guys. Mm. Kind of unsung heroes, almost.
2: Nice. nice. Is he um, Alama for me? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. First try scorer in Super Rugby history back in '96. At uh, what was it? What was the or two? What him called then? Um, not sure. It was called Throwgrounds. I think it was.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so so uh, Alama who's um, now coaching Auckland to uh, another premiership final this weekend. So yeah, so Alama gets um gets one of the mentions. Um mate, there's, there's so many. Um I'm gonna say Jerry as well. J C another favorite. Another favorite part of the Bruce brothers, uh Winham and Mussey and um and Rodders, Um, you know, with that hurricane sort of um, loose trail for two, three years. Um Man, they were they were the equal for any really. Um, yeah, so they and they they just possessed everything they had schools, they had the brute, they had, yeah, they had the brains, they had everything. So, um, so yeah, intimidating as well, yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Yes, yeah. so, yeah, so, um, so Jerry, who, yeah, I guess, sort of headlined that trio, and I guess in more recent times, hard to go past TJ, um, yeah, <laughs> just seeing him evolve from, um, you know, this, this sort of superstar out of college in that age. Eh, just... You know, had a had a season with the Lions. Poor, you know, it. he was in the Hurricanes over 100 games now. You know, established AB. Uh, we'll miss him uh, next season when he, he heads off to Japan. Um, and we probably won't really, I guess, appreciate his worth until next year when we won't see him running out in that line jersey for the can. So of more recent times, probably T.J.
1: Huge. Cool. So yeah, I'm some live and gone for the sort of superstar hurricanes. I've gone for more of the uh, sort of workers um, or the journeyman or the what is what's word the uh, yeah. I'll just go for it. Um, So the first one was Gordon Slater. Slater. Yeah, I I I love like he was sort of one of the rare and is you've talked about how you love a tall prop. um, So he was up there as one of the tall tall props. Um, he was a hard looking man too. Yeah, right? quite unassuming. Dairy farmer from the Naki that just went about his business. So really appreciated guys like that. Um, Second one's Marty Leslie. Um, so yeah, coming up, sort of growing up and sort of watching him, he was just sort of one of those guys. Bit of a cult hero. He had that shake of the head that he always done. And um, when Mary mixed did, she says that he, well, he's been pumping Marty Leslie for years now. Mm. Um, sort of a bit of a cult hero But I just thought he was just one of those toilers That just done nothing wrong every week Just really consistent Done his job And then um, obviously went over and played for Scotland And then had the pleasure of when he returned Being able to play with him when he came back Which was awesome And now um, a good friend as well So um, someone like Marty Who I really appreciated in the Hurricanes growing up um, And the other, last one was the same as you Fridgie, so Kupu Vanisi um, Yeah, just loved the way he played uh, Just that long, When he had the long locks and shaggy hair um, yeah, yeah lots used to go out to town saying that he was Kupu Vanessi. And I remember Jeremy Paul one time buying some drinks from lots. He said, Oh, here, mate, here you go. And lots just took them, just drunk them. So, yeah, good. So, yeah, Kupu
0: But actually, the last time I went out with lots and Kimbo, one time they come up, Kupu Vanessi was at DLS as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we spoke to them. We We thought it was funny as, like, with our internal, like, you know, we call lots Kupu Yeah. Shout out. Uh top three All Blacks. I'll start again before passing uh, back to Huge. Uh Jonah for me. Um just kinda oh I think he blew up rugby. Just kind of that first hero or superstar. Um all brown. I felt like he was the first kind of genuine looking Samoan dude to play for the All Blacks, but he wasn't really like there were others. But like he looked like he was from Samoa. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, no, no racist, but He just looked like your uncle yeah. that was playing for the All Blacks, um, and then have to go Tana, um, Tana being the first Samoan captain. Yep, um, and then seeing him lead the Haka was, was kind of yeah. special, uh, finals So huge.
1: Yep. So I've got um, I've got Olo Brown as well. Um, I don't know anyone that would say they didn't like Ole Um, but just just again you, I don't think I even know what his voice sounds like I, I don't think he'd really done an interview or anything
0: Yeah, I used to hear back I think I might have been primary school early college that he had a real high beat test score as well
1: mm. Oh, I wouldn't put it past him yeah. but um, just the just a rock gene, but also um, underrated as ball carry like he was just real hard man to put down I'm um, Apart from that, do you remember that tackle that, I think it was East market just absolutely laid him out? Oh, I right. thought he
0: was going to say you played against him. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> not quite. Um, but he was just like, he used to be the guy when they used to do the old school walls and he used to be the one they would charge through the middle of the yeah, to do the tackles. But then I remember towards the sort of tail end of the season, he was playing for Auckland and against Otago and um, he, they'd done a move off the back of the line out and normally he'll sort of carry and take it and carry on a few more metres, and he's a tall marker just coming Ota- for Otago and just absolutely laid him out, I think knocked out on the ground, and then I did not really remember him playing much after that, so a um, um, bit of a shame
0: Just before you move on there, I just went to YouTube Olo Browns to see if he had a highlights reel mm. and the first video that came up was Olo Browns' first All Black try, and <laughs> comes off a two-man line-out one standing on the 15 one standing on the 5, and they kind of move to the back, and then Olo just runs that front huh, down okay, the five meters from the twenty-two scores.
1: Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so Olo um, Tanner, obviously a uh, uh, bit of a biased one, but just just uh, the man, just first yeah, Pacific Island captain uh, led the haka um, first. He led couple of for the first time, mm, um, yeah. which yeah. is a pretty momentous occasion. Yeah. Um, and then just around just experience down the club, so. Um, you know, my first game for the Prems, and he was watching on the sideline and just coming up and sort of shaking my hand and saying, well done, and then actually remembering your name afterwards. Like, mm. he's one of those guys that if you met him once, he sort of remembered your name afterwards. So, um, yeah, someone like that. hold hold a lot of respect for him. I um, think Christian Cullen, who's my favourite, probably rugby player of all time, overall. So, mm. Cully
0: for that. Nice. I like, I like this. Just getting back to Ola Brown real quick. <laughs> it's the only video of him on YouTube. Mm.
2: Literally,
0: there's nothing else, yeah. Cheers,
2: yeah. Is he? Uh, yeah, another tough question here, but um, I'm gonna go on players that I actually saw live. Um, I guess, and um, the Iceman Michael Jones Mm. probably easily in the top three of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. Mm. Um, his quote out of the Bible when, um, after a game, he, he just he just Pummeled everyone that um, ran in this down this line, this channel, and I think um, someone had asked him a question. Then he quoted from the Bible: "Oh, it's better to give them to receive." <laughs> I thought that was just mate. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was brilliant, gold, eh? Absolutely yeah. gold. So, um, yeah, and and a guy who um was interesting because when he was playing, obviously um they used to talk about him. He, he was Mormon back in the day, but he wasn't. Uh, but he he decided not to play on Sundays and that um it got to the point where he was named in a couple of all black world cup teams that happened i think there was one campaign where they had two games on a sunday um but they still picked him knowing that they he wouldn't be available for a couple of full games he was that instrumental that influential that yeah. important you know um so that that's that that's a mark of a man but um but just yeah just how just the humility you know and just how it's just it's it's unreal how someone can cross that white line and be as brutal mm. uh, and as you know as ferocious as he is, especially in the, in defence. But um, come off that field and just be the most humble person you've ever met and ever yeah. talked to. So that was well, it was one thing that that um, match fit when he was on there, yeah. just like yeah. there, it oh, just yeah. sort of
1: it like doing all the obviously food packages and just the way yeah. he sort of yeah. carried himself. Yeah, he could just yeah. tell even these other All Blacks just held him in such high regard it was yeah. actually quite yeah. cool. And his use of Tereo. like he's oh yeah, like a lot of use of tereo during that time it was pretty yeah. cool as well. Yeah.
2: He's yeah, he's he's just a phenomenal human being. Mm. Um yeah, so so definitely him. Um yeah, I've got to mention Dan Carter, D C. Mm-hmm. He um yeah, I guess lucky to have worked, you know, with, with him for a long time. There was a point where him and Richie were the two kind of marquee ABs, but really different. Like really different um, people. Um, Richie, like I, I talked to a lot of people, is really intense. Like he's really, it's almost like there's always something going on, in his head. He's thinking, kind of, you know. And I mean, gosh, you watch him play. He's, he's like three, four players ahead of everyone. You mm-hmm. know, he's, he's just constantly something going on. Like you know, and and you know, like I think intense is probably the word to sum him up off the field. But DC was just so relaxed, like mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, just completely different. Um, you know and and you know just just yeah just just unreal but a guy that just obviously you know when he flipped the switch he was almost unstoppable on the field eh? so yeah he's someone who um who yeah I really admired and then kebby you know I mean guys I've talked about it before but yeah you know um very similar to the iceman in a way you could almost you almost think guys like the iceman Inga kebby ironi you know Andrew blowers there's the whole host of them are almost mm-hmm. cut from the same cloth like they just Absolute beasts on the field, but off the field, you know, you, they, they, you know, they, they wouldn't swat a fly. they mm. just, you know, so yeah, so um, yeah, so those those are probably the three for me: Michael Jones, Dan Carter, and Kevi Milamis.
0: Yeah, thanks for these great list. Um, absolute legends there. Did we ever do a AB's um, draft? Not an AB's draft. Not an AB's draft.
2: It would
0: have been good, eh? Oh, all, time all time, no, all time, All Blacks. Um,
2: yeah, I we did so. we didn't do All Blacks. That. No, that's not actually. Should do it. i
0: will probably the best team again, but <clears throat> something to think about. Um, yeah, Also that try that I sent you guys. all oh, looks, we're all young in that. I don't remember him like looking that. Young. He's like an absolute athlete. Um. Moving along, uh, sorry peeps, and uh, we're going on to, i will kind of put in here top three internationals, only. I've only put down one, so I don't really get into other um, internationals' footy, and he's an absolute specimen of a man, you know, no? South African?
2: Nah. That's nah. Uh, is it Spice? No, yeah,
0: Spice. space, What a beast, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why he stopped playing for South Africa.
2: And at one point, when he was part of that springboard team, he topped every, every what's the word? Well, Stat? discipline or test, like speed, speed, speed. strength, <sighs> vertical, I mean your yeah, vertical jump, um, every like everything. He literally was the top across every test. It was unreal. Yeah. See, Ten yeah. meters, forty meters, uh, bench, women, I a the lot, the works.
0: He'd go pretty close to being, being a bloke. Yeah.
2: big yeah. man of faith too. Is
0: yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Huge? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I've got three. Um, so I gave one away just then, Os Durant. Um, just love the eh? Similar to sort of Olo Brown. He sort of was quiet and unassuming and just went about his business, but absolute beast on the field. Just his scrummaging round the field, everything. Um again another tall prop, um giant prop actually. Um played in three World Cups or yeah, one two World right. Cups and Sounds about right. yeah. Yeah. Um but absolute legend. Um so yeah, I loved Os Um wasn't your typical dirty South African either. Like he was quite a clean player. Yeah, um, just done her. Eh? Yeah, he just never really gone into that sort of stuff. He just went about in his own own way. Um <clears throat> the other one was um and I've mentioned previously, Keith Wood. Um just love the way he played, just around the field, just real mobile. <clears throat> um, bit of a character as well. Um so yeah, love love Keith Keith Wood. Um and the other one was Shane Williams from Wales. Um just like the that little pocket rocket. Fast and elusive and just sort of punched above his weight. So yeah, that'll be
2: three of my sort of favorite internationals. Nice.
0: Nice. Um easy.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, I've, I've got three here. Uh, I was lucky to, to actually meet all of these three. Um, so that, that, that made it pretty easy for me. First one was Pat Lamb um, mm. and what he did for Manus um across a couple of World Cups. And then post-career, um, what he's now done in coaching. So, obviously, he had a really torrid time with the Blues. It was really unfortunate. You know, they sacked him and... Um, yeah, it was it was pretty ugly what happened, but it's just great to see what he's gone on to do. Uh, massive, I think he went to Exeter. Who's Exeter before he went to Bristol? Mm. From uh, memory, I think. Not, I think He was the Connacht as well. Mm. Yeah, I, I, did he play some time at Exeter? Mm, not too sure. Yeah, but definitely, yeah, definitely Connacht and Ireland, and then obviously more recently with Bristol. Um, man, yeah, he, he yeah he's when he when he was with the Blues, he he came into the. Um, to the union a few times with super rugby coaches, meetings and stuff like that. And, yeah, just, just an impressive impressive man. So great to see him after so much adversity, kick on to what he's doing now in the UK. Uh, Sergio Parisi with Italy. Mm. Uh, only retired a year or so ago maybe. Um, but yeah, yeah just club though, I, I think still long. playing for... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Carried Italy for so many years. Um, yeah, what, what a man. I think mm. he... Um, well, he's he's probably be, would be part of an international bloke for yeah, as well, but absolutely. I think he did some did some work for some modelling work for some outfit. Can't remember what it is now, but yeah, yeah, just just a just a just a, a beautiful specimen. Um, yeah, who, who who played some great footy as well at number eight, and then Jason Robinson, um, who played both codes. Um, he uh, he was a, a a bit of a. I'm not going to say schoolboy superstar, but he was a bit of a superstar coming through the grades. And I remember watching a a doco um, a few years back where he um, just lapped it up, like, you know, just everything. Like he was, you know, the marquee player that had come from league into the English rugby system um, was just, yeah, boozing up, you know, just weekend after weekend, just, you know, just Mm. uh, girls and sex and drugs and everything. And... Did he go from union back to league maybe? But in oh no, no, actually, it might have been in union when he met Inga Oh, he met Inga, I think, through Wigan. But yeah. it was Inga actually that that kind of turned his life around. Um, and one of the one of the um, one of my memories from at the hotel was when uh, England was staying with us back in 03, I think it was, and Jason was part of that crew. And um, he came to our desk and we had a bit of a chat. and He wanted me to show him to the nearest Christian bookstore, which was Manor. Manor Christian books, uh, bookstore, which was at the top end of Water Street. And I, it was cool because we, yeah, we had a bit of a chat about it. And, um, and he shared a bit of a story around how Inger um, yeah, kind of, um, sort of changed, um, he yeah, changed, I guess, his thinking and welcoming, you know, God into his life, which he implemented into him and his family's life. And yeah, he said he, he just needed to, yeah, needed to kind of, um, get a good couple of books to have a read through while he was here. For, for the few weeks that he was And I said yep Manor bookstore So I knew exactly where it was And um That was pretty cool And then when he walked away I, I just thought I'd, I really cherished that you know couple mm. of minutes That I had with Someone who I I love watching Just sort mm. of Absolutely do some Damage on the On the field It was pretty cool So those would be my three Yeah Lamb Padise and And Robinson <coughs> nice.
0: Jason Robinson Jason Robinson Man Um Cookley Uh I don't know if you have a, a top three saddle chat moments um, since we started uh, saddle chat. That'll be saddle chat and off season uh, going back to saddle chat one during uh, lockdown. Do you have any favourite moments that popped up uh, during that time? <clears throat> uh, Is uh, yeah,
2: I mean they've all been enjoyable. They've all <laughs> been enjoyable. I mean, and 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 gosh, we you know, I mean for the listeners, we 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 absolutely talk your ears off. <laughs> You know, some of the stuff is, um, is, is, uh, is, is hopefully some you know good content, and there's probably a lot of stuff that you guys wonder why we haven't edited it out. No, um,
0: no official complaints come through yeah, uh no Saddles here. Through the at, yeah, Gmail
2: through the email system, yeah. but for me, that's hard to kind of yeah. reel off a number of things, but I mean, Father Clear will always uh, <laughs> be an absolute highlight for me. I Not about that one. Oh, how can you forget about it? Like I, I just. I remember when that episode came out, and I, I knew, um, I knew how kind of it, it could, if it gets into the wrong, well, I'm not gonna say get into the wrong hands, but if you know the Catholic yeah. or the Marist community had got wind of it, um, you know, there there could have been, um, well, they still
0: might, there could been have nice. been, a, yeah,
2: you know, a huge as old man could have received it, may have potentially <laughs> received a phone call, um, but yeah, so yeah, so that, that, that for me, but but you know, I, and I, I must admit when. it when it came out I, I laughed so hard that, that <laughs> night while well, when it happened. Um and we just you know, I mean it was hacked that started and we just kinda Dodge. Like? We just yeah, we just kinda just, just yeah, we didn't really relent for that sort of ninety seconds and I, when it did come out <laughs> I, I actually did listen to it again and just yeah, I just thought, man, that, that is um that is some class uh Past broadcasting right there, um, and then again, obviously the, the what's good he called from huge again, where I when he said it at the time, I I'm not going to say I cringe, but I did think, if, if, you know, if North skill won a little, and when they did, I mean, obviously at the end of the day, it was just you know, I think everyone that really mattered understood that it was just some good banter leading into the weekend, and it happened to be a great weekend for us, and the seven days later, it was a great weekend for them. But um, just yeah, I mean, you look back, and it's hard to go past. Some of those we lot of sort of faux pas that, you know, we have a laugh at at the time, and then sometimes it yeah, kind got of, us more listeners. Yeah, At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're building out our product. So there are probably a couple that, that uh, stick up.
0: Great throwbacks. Um, how about you, each?
1: Yeah, I sort of thought about moments that sort of made us stop and laugh non, non-stop so I had the Father Cleary one um, I also had the first time that girth was mentioned
0: yeah.
1: um, that was a moment I remember just all of us were just in, in fits um, it's probably those moments that you do not not meant to say and not actually meant to be funny that actually sort of come out I should so, really go
0: back and piece them together yeah.
1: so um, those two would be up there um, and the ones that I found the more enjoyable sort of saddle chats to do were the drafts um, really enjoyed the draft, especially the villager one um, that started the, that was the very first one wasn't it the one where we've done our own, the villagers I picked their own from the players.
0: Nah, I think there might have been like more two or three. Yeah.
1: yeah well, sorry, the first, that was the first draft we did. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one was, I found that was the most enjoyable Several chat i done was, or that we done was the the Patoni draft. Um, And then after that, the Hurricanes one, which obviously had a bit of controversy with some of Fridges' selections as well. Um, But yeah, so those were sort of my favourite moments. Nice.
0: Yeah. Draft day, R- wrote down good. and then Hex um could have sworn she was eighteen. Oh, yeah.
2: So you're saying there's a
0: chance? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking about there? Oh, the eighteen? Yeah. Oh, wasn't it from your quiz? Yeah, I had it. Yeah. The tennis player? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, said It like, could, she was
0: 17. It was 15. Yeah. I couldn't saw she was 17. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. classic, good times. Um, last top three. I Shouldn't have put that um bunny blonde in my mouth. Just so I see that. Yeah, finger. You've been for a few fingers uh, over there, Edge. A couple of fingers, yeah.
2: Indulgent, mm. uh, indulgent chocolate morsels. They are just
0: so easy to eat. How many can you fit in your mouth? all oh, right four fingers mm. Bye, Griffins. um top 3 top 3 pages that, that you follow either on socials facebook instagram oh did I not put that up no that's <laughs> oh, I added it at the end um any cool pages that you guys follow
1: um i follow the new wallaby scrum coach um so, what's the name Duplicy they used to but so reason I got onto him was through, um, well, Joe Hopkins actually put me onto him. So he was the, he played prop for Glasgow where Nicky is, um, but he's also like a, a qualified physio um, and he's got quite a different um, way of actually approaching scrummaging. So he does a lot of tests and stuff with a lot of bands and um, computers and stuff like that And how to do it. So I actually followed him and he's actually got some really good ideas. So when I found out that Dave Rennie, as soon as Dave Rennie got the Wallabies job, he actually so he had retired from playing, started being the Glasgow scrum coach, and then Dave really grabbed him from Glasgow, brought him into the Wallabies to be their scrum coach. Um, so I, I really like his page and some of the stories. Obviously, being um, involved with a bit of coaching with scrummaging, I try and pull from different areas and different coaches to sort of get different influences. So i found he's really someone that's been quite interesting to, to watch and add a different perspective to like the, the crons, both Mike and Dan as well. So that's, that's, I quite like that one. Um, it's pretty cool. You
0: can take me in one of those buses, yeah.
1: Petrus Petrus Duplessis is his name. Um, so South African, but yeah, we'll in overseas for a while. Uh, yeah, what else? Petoni Rugby Instagram,
0: any okay. premiums?
1: No, no, <laughs> yeah. Petoni, Petoni Rugby Instagram, would probably be right up there anyway. Um, like the content from there, which is good. Um, apart from that, yeah, not really much else to be fair. Oh, a lot of barbecuing. <laughs> I've got a few barbecue pages that I follow as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, this is cool to follow. Yeah, I quite
1: like quite like it when they do different cooking and stuff like that. It's quite cool.
0: You yeah, mm. fo- follow a lot of those on uh, YouTube.
2: Mm.
0: Just makes me hungry all the time. Yeah. Mm. Is you follow any YouTube pages, um, Facebook pages, Instagram pages that are kind of cool or educational, yeah. inspirational? Oh, yeah,
2: to be honest, a lot of them are just by default. Well, not by default, they're just sort of by chance. I mean, there's a guy I follow, a YouTube channel, which is Jamily TV. It's a a guy who has a Samoan mother, I think, and a European, or an American father. He actually uprooted his family and moved to Samoa about, oh, I think I've been there, maybe 18 Does he have glasses? Yeah, glasses. Yeah, Yeah, bro, I've seen his videos. He's got a great channel. Bro, he's got a great channel. (laughs) He basically... Moved his family over. He's got four young kids. I think the eldest is, I think, sixteen, and then they sort of go down to, I think, the youngest might be an infant still, two or three. But they, um, he, he, uh, basically, uh, he just moves around a lot of different restaurants, mm. um, cafes, and then he has a whole lot of different sort of Samoan cuisine and stuff that he, he sort of samples and yeah, and then just yeah, just gives a bit of a rating while he while he records them. Goes to the market a lot. He's actually introduced a another sam one guy recently a local um who um and in the comments of people i love love you having him his kind of um you know his kind of influence or his uh his advice on the on the page that's pretty cool so that's one i yeah that kind of pops up from time to time because he uploads quite often
0: i was wondering what his backstory was that?
2: yeah yeah so he's he's from the states but he's he's um, he's pretty cool. um Food-wise, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously that one. The other one is Southside Barbecue, which <laughs> I told you about. Which um, my record, like honestly, the best voice in the game, easily the best voice in the game. And some of his one-liners that he pulls out, like you don't, obviously all you see is the food on the grill or on a chopping board that's been prepped or somewhere, but you don't, you, you don't see his face. You just see his hands. But honestly, some of the lines he pulls out are pretty. Pretty controversial, and they ma- ma- it's sound yeah, you know. but it's just his voice, yeah, and his—he's really, really articulate. Like you wouldn't think it was a Samo guy. I'll if <laughs> I you. Have you? Have you? Seen, I'll, I'll, I will tag you in one of his videos. Honestly, it, they and they—they they go somewhere anywhere between seven and ten minutes at a time, but he, it's phenomenal, bro. Honestly, like some of his. Like some of his terminology is just phenomenal. You think hang on, there's no way the sky is an island, yeah, but it's, it's pretty cool, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, I mean, there's a few sort of music and sport sort of pages I follow, but um, I just can't sort of think of them at the moment. But those would be a couple
0: nice. I follow like heaps of meme uh, pages on Insta, yeah, heaps of funny ones, everyone follows those. Um, Charlie Pumet of uh, Three yeah, Houses yeah, Down, like, like <laughs> he's such a funny guy, man. Oh, man. And it's, it's a different kind of humour, yeah. but
1: I just like the fact that all his like um, little different um, projects. Ventures, yeah. Like he 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 a hairdresser place shop, um, chop shop, yeah, or something. Um, he's got the Johnny Big Johnny Big stores. Um, he's obviously got a construction company, yep. of some sort. And uh, His wife's um, got uh,
0: little petsy Grazing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, his kids crack me up. Yeah, right. think, Like Sharky. <laughs> little animal. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Just his reaction. Yeah. And no, his nephew, uh, General Fire. General Fire's yeah. clearly hit pu- puberty now. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, come yeah, down a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes from Can we still forward. carry a tune though? Oh, he will definitely carry a tune, but they'll yeah. be changing yeah, keys be on him. Yeah. He's got him. Um, I was wondering about
1: that, eh? When it's like young singers that are coming through, whether or not they can sort of kick on after mm. the, puberty kicks in.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm still waiting for puberty myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so will read. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah Charlie Pomer really enjoys uh, content. Uh, follows, follows the follow band as well. Three Three Houses Down. Um,
1: you follow his brothers, Johnny Locker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're living, they're living the life. i got to no, say, yeah. the Golf golfing, day. eating, eating oh, out. No, the
1: bar as well?
0: Yeah, you got the yeah. bar. Um, go that food looks yeah, it just looks a like, like a mean vibe down there, eh? And, brother, the cool thing about it is they're, they're in South Auckland. They're, they're looking after South Auckland as well. Looks like they're hiring people, um, like local people as well, which is mad. Um, other one's Wanya Morris from Boys to Men, uh, lead singer. He... Um, Usually once a week he'll, he'll drop a, um, yeah, one, one Wednesdays Where he'll do a, a cover of one of their songs And he just does his part of the song Which is basically the money part of the song um, And the last one he done was with uh, Brian McKnight um, sang, covered a Brian McKnight song With Brian McKnight Which is real mad And then the last one's just NBA Buzz For all your NBA news Get on NBA Buzz Good page you mentioned Brian
2: McKnight. I just want to say um, I've been a massive Brian McKnight fan for forever, and um, he used to do a little segment on his YouTube, his social channels um, mm. called Brian Eyes. Yeah, yeah. But um, basically, it was he just all his he just fans would just reach out and they'll just say, "Oh, you know, are you able to, you know, um, you know, do this song?" Because he just do it live, and basically he would just do a verse and a chorus. And, yeah, and then you know, and then maybe a part of a bridge and then finish with the chorus. But, Man, he he just they were basically just dedications like he'd just, you know, some lucky fan you know. Oh. so yeah, so yeah, phenomenal man. So and just I mean equally as talented on the on the guitar as he was on the keys. So um
0: Yeah, I used to get those notifications when I was at like, working I'd yeah. oh, yeah, pop the headphones on, yeah. have a good listen. Yeah. Um there's a couple of clips on YouTube of him at Sirix FM um playing keys. And singing a couple of tracks. The sound is just so clean the way he plays the keys and stuff. Mm, mm. Um. It's real mad. Yeah. But yeah, I love following Mizo's Jojo, the old school Jojo. Um, follow her. She's got an amazing voice bro. Always has, you know, yeah.
2: and Yeah, just a shame that, you know, the career didn't really kinda but you know.
0: like well, mean, she's in the mix now. Quite, I mean, yeah. Just doing a thing at the moment. Did you did you hear what happened? This is going off? And I know we're running a bit long. Oh, maybe talk about it off here. Um, yeah, yeah, boys. Top three is done. Appreciate nice. that. I nice. uh, really appreciate your work there. Uh, we'll quickly go through as we're wrapping up. I just want to know your winners. Uh, give us a, a winner in a points margin, one to twelve or thirteen plus. <clears throat> Hawks Bay, Northland, huge.
2: Uh, Hawks Bay, 12 number.
0: Oh, racist.
2: Yeah, the head says Hawks Bay. Yeah. The heart says Northland. So I'm going to go Tanifa, 1 to 12. It'd be a massive upset if they get up. But, yeah, I think they'll take a lot of confidence mm. from, from last week, knocking over Otago down
0: there. Mm. Yeah, huge thanks to Hawks Bay Rugby Union for the combination uh, a few years back. <laughs> Uh, Eugene Smith and Luke Rooney. But let's go, Northland. Let's go to Tony Fars, bruh. <laughs> Up in the Premiership next year. Let's go. Uh, Auckland, Tasman, huge. Uh,
1: yeah, Auckland going well. It's a home game. They're going to have a big crowd because it's free entry, but I'm probably going to go Tasman. Yeah. Um, 12 and under again.
0: Well into the, the Auckland Union mm. for making that free. um Remember when the Blues and Warriors done like a back to back thing there? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. So did you go Tasman twelve and under? Yeah. Racist again.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go Auckland. Yeah, yeah. I don't normally um don't normally support Auckland. But I'm gonna go I'm going to do this time. I think I actually mm-hmm. think they uh, they they deserve it. They've had a they've had a pretty good season all round. they man they've brought a lot of all blacks this year as well. Yeah. You know, so they're doing it without the likes of Aquita and Hoskins and Caleb and you know, the few out, but you know. Yes, early. Tasman's got
1: a few as well, Black said yeah, as well. has yeah. yeah.
2: got a few out as well. But no, it'll be a great game and, and good on Auckland rugby for um yeah, for opening the gates to the public. Mm. Hopefully they get well, I'm pretty sure they'll get a pretty good crowd. Um this yeah. week that'll rival, the one from a couple of years ago. So
1: yeah.
2: Auckland won to twelve.
1: And yeah. Good luck to uh Lama and uh, Philo as well We are coaching. But um yeah, you gotta back back my German boy Anton Signer, Tasman. Hopefully he comes through.
2: Good kid, man. Mm. Great
0: kid. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Auckland. 12 and under. All Blacks, Argentina, The big one. Huge.
1: Um, I'm putting out. You know, I reckon All Blacks are going to absolutely smash them. Ho, ho, ho! Yeah. Um, I, think, I think they probably got caught out the last game. Um They'll do some changes. I think they're going to be a bit wiser in terms of biting into their niggle. Um, maybe use it against Argentina and try and bait them a bit and get them to be the agitators and sort of take a victim response, perhaps. Um, but, yeah, I I, I just reckon the All Blacks are going to come out firing and put,
2: I reckon, All Blacks by 20. Wow. is Izzy? I'd love. To, I mean, I'd love to see that happen. I'd love to see that happen. I'd love to see the All Blacks come in and just kind of the gear and yeah, do what they did um, against the Wallabies a few, years, a few weeks back. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'd, I don't know. We're interested to see the team selection this week. I'd love to see my boy Nani get a run. I, I, I think I think now's the time to unleash him. I think he'd be ready to go. Um, yeah, the All Blacks will watch with interest what the what the Pumas did over the weekend against Australia. I thought I watched that game, but um, I think the All Blacks will be. Yeah, we'll be primed after a week off to yeah, hopefully put in a good performance, which I think they will. So, yeah, I reckon it might be 10 points, but, yeah, I think they'll, yeah, they'll get a four-try bonus and go to the top of the table.
0: Yeah, I guess for me, uh, we need to be wanting the collision. Um, I don't know how they're going to do that, but it's like, an easy thing to do straight away as you bring Akira in. Uh, onto the side of the scrum and Lomape back in its 12. It'll definitely help things. Um, I think they got, I'm not sure, but maybe attack a bit wider than we've been attacking uh, off the ruck or even just giving that, that second ball, yeah, especially
1: think, if... Yeah, I agree. I think we're running straight into their, yeah. their strong points, which is their forwards and their thing, so play it a bit wider and have a bit more imagination about the game plan as well.
0: Yeah. And it'd be good to see... Um, uh, Aaron Smith uh, run off, run off the base a bit more, um, and either throw that long ball, yeah. You know. Anyway, um, A B's. I'm gonna go by twenty as well. Confidence. What's coming up? I think we might be doing some pa- painting on Sunday in the green room. Might try to get a small crew down here. Mm. There's scaffolding there. I'm sure. That, I think there's paint here and. All those rollers and stuff. I really want to finish that logo away.
2: Yeah, that logo is getting a bit of airtime on is, uh, uh, yeah. on on the social networking yeah. um, page at the moment. It's still looking a bit. Yeah, a bit hope tiny. had a nudge at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like you're saying, obviously, we need some scaffolding to get up into the intricacies that uh, are sort of in yeah. between the letters there.
1: You're scaffolding in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they actually getting the sign guy to come and do it once. Oh. It. All the painting's done He's going to come in And touch it all up yeah. And get it all Painted in the, in the gap So I think it's waiting For everyone else To get all the other parts done So agree though It's getting a lot of air time On the Axes um, page And things like that So
0: I think you, think you might See me on the ladder Before the end of the week uh, try, Trying to paint that logo
1: Get in there mate Get in
0: there <clears throat> Give it a nudge uh, If there's any injuries you won't, you won't see me back In the next couple of weeks For, <laughs> for the pod
2: you might be more concerned about the uh the terms,
0: letter the turf <laughs> <laughs> the turf as well yeah. yeah a few more divots um king gray get down here tuesday thursdays uh been been really good uh the content that Jonesy and um Steele are putting out as well as Ben Bailey getting them through the gym and the work into these guys has been going really well uh open to everyone uh, of course uh and then keep an eye out for pre season posts I think it's about mid-Jan that we'll be coming back together as a club. Uh, get your off-season work in, so pre-season's a little bit easier for you. Uh, but other than that, we'll go around the table and, and do a once-over. Eugene, any last words?
1: No, just, you know, good to have the off-season. As we said, but a bit of downtime, but um, players out there, if you're listening, don't stop working. Um, it's only a short, short sort of turnaround this year, so get back in amongst it and um, the season will be kicking off again in no time. So, keep working hard. Um, we're after a big 2021. Um, but, yeah, it been a pleasure again, fellas.
0: Don't stop, never give up. Hold your hands. Yeah, that's up. stop.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, no. Just uh, just looking forward to another busy week uh, this week uh, with, uh, with Mahi. Uh, Going to be on the road next week, so um, yeah, we'll be away for a week up in uh, in the well, I guess the, the other end of the North Island, really. A couple of days uh, in the mount around the Ignite 7 tournament. Mm. We've got a couple of uh, villagers involved. Well, in terms of Osage, we'll be running around, yeah, one of the teams. I'm just trying to think if there's anyone else with any Patoni connections. Um, but if there are, I'll uh, I'll be sure to let you guys know. Um, and then we'll be in camp with the. Māori's as they prepare for the game with Pasifika on uh, Saturday week, yeah, so really looking forward to that, it'll be pretty cool. Eden Park? Uh, no, uh, FMG Stadium in Hamilton. Ah. Yeah, yeah, so the Pasifika team will be named tomorrow morning, so by the time you listen to this, that team will have already been named, mm-hmm. and the Māori team mm-hmm. due to be named on Wednesday, officially.
0: Game might have been played by the... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, mate, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be back in Wellington by the time you, you listen to this one. So it's, it's um, what I've just said is love we'll your irrelevant. Yeah, um, no, no, yes, sir. The yeah, night sevens
1: is it televised as well.
2: The night sevens will be televised. Yep. Yeah. So uh, uh, between three and six on Saturday. Uh, this is not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday, and then between one and six on the Sunday. So it's mm. two day tournament. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, look. If, if you're listening and you're up in the Mount, um, get along to the tournament at Blake Park on the Saturday, Sunday, fifth and sixth of December. Well, uh, Blake Blake Park, oh, yeah, Blake Park in, in the Mount. Uh, awesome week for the athletes. So actually, there's actually a draft, there's a combine as well. Um, so the, the players come in on the Monday, uh, which oh, is Monday coming. Yep, yep, Monday coming. Um, and and even throughout the week, uh, Blake Park, they're going to yeah, they're going to have uh, some sort of his best barbers there looking after the boys, and then they'll um, have a couple of ladies braiding the girls, um, as they do before tournaments. They normally get the hair braided um, on the on the eve of day one of the tournament. So the boys and girls will be looking pretty sharp. Uh, so, yeah, four teams, four women's teams, four men's teams, um, uh, all including contracted players, Black Ferns and All Black Sevens players scattered amongst those teams alongside, alongside some up-and-coming talent. And the same weekend as the Māori-Pacific game, which will be happening mm. on the other side, um, on the west coast of, of the North Island, out in Hamilton, FMG Stadium. So, um, some good footy to look forward to uh, in a couple of series' time. Nice.
1: Um, we didn't mention it earlier as well, but um, the, we talked about the Black friends Barbarians second game, and we thought, that would know, oh, be good to see the oh, uh, So close, though. Hey? 1917 so was the Barbarians. final score. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Black yeah. Friends just got up. Um, Do you guys see the hacker before him? Yeah. Pretty
2: intense, hey? pretty fierce. That was awesome. Two, yeah, two, mate. That, cam- that camera guy that was on the he ground, mate, <laughs> out, yeah, get out of the way. It looked like Dave mate. Sort it out, mate. Get out of there. It's one. one of those, it's one of those you, you really want to get the best shot, mm. yeah. You really want to get the shots that when obviously when they're produced, um, you know, people want to see you know this right up up and close. It, it did look good for him, and because he, he was wearing a yellow hivers media bib, it just. Stood out like the proverbial, <laughs> um, and then the poor Barbars girls were trying to try and get around it, but it made the ferns stick to them. And then uh, was it Crystal Murray that yeah, she a was bit up of there. A put kind of right at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man, that was awesome, man. And she obviously when they got into the huddle, she pumped the girls up, and yeah, they almost got over the line. Yeah. Got over the line, but yeah,
1: she's one of my new favourite players. There's oh, yeah. Crystal Murray. Yeah, yeah.
2: Just build building, The other man. week when
1: she oh yeah got a turnover scrum and then just ran charging onto the yeah.
2: ball for a try. Oh yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, some real standouts. Um, I mean, Amy Duplessis looks the goods at doing yeah. for the Black Ferns. Um, she's probably going to be the long-term center there with the likes of Stacey Wacker and Theresa Fitzpatrick involved with the Black Ferns 7s. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, awesome. Awesome program. I'm sure that, yeah, uh, when you're be rugby, with are um, happy with the three weeks of women's footy that they've seen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, good quality footy.
0: Man, thanks for that, boys. <clears throat> uh, been a good putt. Good chat, covered a bit of everything uh, Again if you've got any ideas Thoughts, feelings, emotions uh, Feel free to email Patani, Saddlechat at gmail.com uh, Other than that You're probably mates of us on Facebook Anyway so just drop us a <laughs> message <laughs> If you've made it this far We thank you, thanks for listening Share it around uh, And uh, we'll catch you in a week or two Support your local Support your local, yeah, uh, you get behind we, it
2: Tonight we enjoyed uh, the Marina boot. Mm. Uh, which is available at Marina Fisheries on the corner of Britannia and Jackson Street. It's been a long, long standing block. Uh, I mean, you think back the last 20 years, it's one of the few that are still standing on Jackson Street. Uh, So if you're looking for a decent previous winner of the Fish and Chip of the Year. Oh, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure.
2: National. Yeah. So if you're looking for a hearty burger that you know, know, get down and grab a marina.
0: Marina burger. Get it. it. Good fish too. Get down there. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Ciao.